This is not the episode that I had planned. However, it is indeed the episode that needed to be recorded. This past Friday, the world had another light dimmed, as 15-year-old Nigel Shelby took his own life. As yet, another victim of the endless bullying by the woefully ignorant. So this episode of THS Podcast continues the conversation of suicide prevention and how important it is for us to create and become safe spaces for one another. As always, I hope this episode helps. And now, misfits, let's get healed. Welcome to the Healing Space, a black and queer mental health podcast geared toward proving there's more than one way to heal. I am your host, Sensei Raven Ekundayo. <laughs> as, I'm, as I'm sitting here being mocked by my co-hosts for this week. Welcome back once again, guys. Manny K. Soul. <laughs> I'm learning. I'm going to take over this shit one day. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to pass the torch. That's all. Not take over. You're going to pass the pass torch. Pass the torch. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, there's a difference. Okay. I ain't trying to steal your show. Oh, <laughs> thank you. <No>. Thank you. <laughs> hey, I appreciate that. Of course. Absolutely. <clears throat> I can't. Okay. So we, for like, I guess the last 14 minutes or something, have been attempting to actually record the podcast. Mm-hmm. But he always got something to say out his mouth. I can't wait for y'all to hear the blooper. Listen. It's going to be nice. Nice. These, these outtakes. Phew. <laughs> he's, he's dangerous to have as a co-host because the things we talk about. Now that we're so afraid so to talk dangerous? about. We, I think you're probably, well, no. Does that happen with BHW, when BHW was on here? I can't remember, but we have the most sexual conversations, I think, mm-hmm. of anybody. Is that a, um, a Pisces and Scorpio trait? It could be. We're both water. Both water. We're very we sensual like beings. Do water. Do, we like to do yeah. it. What well, we do, yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Shower, pool, Shower, pool, beach. Beach. Ocean. Ocean. Because <laughs> it could yeah. be on the Clearly. sand or yeah. in the, yeah. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> What was, what was your weekend like, sir? Oh, I had a beautiful weekend. You know, let's um go back to Friday. Okay, thank um, you. Which is the beginning. <laughs> that, that would be the beginning of the weekend. <laughs> Clarification. I like to clarify. Got off work and met up with my cousin. Mm-hmm. We um actually my cousin. I call him my cousin. Well, I call him my brother, but he's actually my cousin. But you know how that is. Family. Take your time. Yeah. Okay. Um, take it. That was the name of the last episode. It was. Continuity. <laughs> Let me slow down. Phew. Um, it's important too. Okay. And, oh, see. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. How am I supposed to keep going when you keep reverting back to <laughs> shit? <Hey laughs> um, actually, you know what was really interesting about this weekend? On Friday was my first time riding a martyr train i've done the buses before ever wow all my life that was my first time on a on a martyr train do you see the look on my face yes because i know you've been here your whole life yeah blown never never had a reason to never had a reason to wow Um, what was that like for you it was exciting and i was i I mean and just to see like people this is their everyday routine right like just chilling like what's you know right 
half of them weren't paying no attention anyway. Wasn't, but, right. Um, but it was exciting <laughs> to me. And I was just, you know, oh, we about to get off on this stop. And actually, we were trying to go to Little Five Points. Yes. Oh, please tell me you did what I did my first time. Ended up I at got Five, five Points. points. <laughs> I got out. We got out. I was like, wait a minute. What the what? hell? <laughs> <laughs> that was me this ain't it this ain't what i was that looking was for. me this ain't it i was like wait a minute yeah, i'm not used it. to there being mm-hmm. homeless people yeah. in five points you're not in five points yeah i mean little, little five, five points. points absolutely really yes. i've never seen mm-hmm. homeless people yeah, they're there that caught me off yeah. guard i was like wait i don't know where i am and and there are a lot yeah. of really tall buildings this isn't a little lot of five tall points. Bu- exactly <laughs> yeah yeah that's what it threw me off and then like i saw the sign for underground atlanta so i was like okay somewhere in this area i'm familiar with underground yes so um but i was like this ain't this ain't it this ain't what I underground is actually what sold me on the fact that i wasn't in little five points okay yeah when i saw yeah, like, this ain't yeah, it. yeah i was like this isn't Nope. That's what all the um um is there a more political word or politically correct word for homeless people? I don't think so. We have to coin one. right, yes. Okay. <laughs> um, but anyway, less fortunate. when less... when we talk about because uh, the love movement, we would always give back to the less fortunate. So we would say less fortunate instead less fortunate. of homeless. Yeah. Well, I mean there are less fortunate people that have houses. So Oh no, and, and that's what we would do as well. Like when we would do our um, our food drives, there would be people who had um, housing, yeah. but they wouldn't be able to afford, you know, food because they had too many kids and all that so, stuff. So yeah, I'm sorry. Um, so <laughs> so, so we, we're gonna think about that offline. Yeah, because I, I, yeah, that can get deep for me. That's a very you know touchy subject for me. Yeah. Um. Um. What was I saying? Friday. Yeah. Got off that. You trying point. to explain your yeah. weekend? Yes. And we had a, a nice little photo shoot out um, at Five Point. So we were like, okay, let's just do it right here since okay. we're here. Um, and let's see, Saturday. Those pics were cute, by the way. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. You did like them, did you? Did, did I, you? I did. did mm-hmm. um, <laughs> Saturday, I didn't do anything. I um, went and got my little lineup. Mm-hmm. You know, Looking real fresh. To, thank you. Appreciate it. Shout out to the best barber in the world, Tyre Woods. <laughs> I don't, I don't um, know about all that. Okay. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. What? What? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and um, that was all I did on Saturday. Mm-hmm. And then on Sunday, what's today? Hmm. We're, we're recording this on Monday. Can I say yesterday? Sure, you, you, you already. Okay. You already. So Sunday. <laughs> Sunday. You, you know I wasn't gonna lie now, so I'm like, okay, you. <laughs> Sunday, I spent it with my family. My little nieces Aww. and my nephew and my mom. And oh, nieces. I saw that picture yeah. too. Yeah. Oh yeah, yes. we are friends, we on, are Facebook friends now. on Facebook now. So you get yes. to see my family side and you get to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So mm-hmm. beautiful times, beautiful times. Mm-hmm. I, I love my kept babies. your page away from me for forever. It's like okay, <sighs> don't want me to know the other side of you. That's fine. Mm-hmm. And and what about you, Raven? How was your weekend, <laughs> Ray, Ray Bay? <laughs> well, Manny Mouse, my <laughs> my weekend started off on Friday, as as it should. Um, leaving, <laughs> I left campus and made my way to the best barber in Atlanta, Tyre Woods. <laughs> we already established whatever. Mike at Ideal Barbershop. What's up, Mike? <laughs> <laughs> and so yeah and you see how i ain't no hater though i <laughs> shouted out your bar but you didn't shout out mine though what's up ty hey what's up tiger woods indeed <laughs> shout out yeah, shout out to him <laughs> but hater, baby. Hater. <laughs> that's 
that's all right. And what you did on Saturday? First of all, I wasn't done with Friday. <laughs> so, ass. <laughs> we love it. So, um, so the barber shop, the barber shop was cool. One of the barbers is actually interested in becoming one of my students. Oh. So that was really cool. I was like, come on now. I appreciate that. <laughs> That is gonna be really awesome. So uh, we exchange numbers, and I let him know really? about the <laughs> whatever. I like where this story going. Yes. Y'all exchange. That's usually how I go down in Atlanta. Baby. Whatever. <laughs> oh, you teach yoga. I've always wanted to do it. Don't even know the first thing about it. That, that's how it starts. Thank you. You're supposed to not whatever. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm not going to let you switch this story on me. <laughs> so anyway, so I told him that we go up to the mountain every uh, other Sunday. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> I love where we're going with this. Go up to the mountain if that's what you call it. <laughs> so not dealing. Mm. So I let him know that the group goes up to the mountain. Thanks. The group. Group. Goes up to the mountain Jesus. Sundays at 10. I'm going to let you and finish, but my be, God. Whatever. What do I sign up? He said, you should have signed up a long time ago. Really? <laughs> Take me to the top of the mountain, baby. <laughs> anyway. Phew. Uh, so, we, um, need my lose my train of thought. So I left the barbershop and I think I just came home. I always feel so bad with Fridays because Fridays I kind of forget. Mm -hmm. Saturday was rather busy. I taught several classes of yoga and uh, and then after it was over with, (laughs) I I, uh, I had a uh, business call with a new photographer mm-hmm. who i'm going to be shooting with i won't say his name until we actually do the shoot okay. um i don't know i'm just <laughs> yeah, I'm that way. yeah scorpio yeah. uh but yeah so once the pictures actually come out i'm gonna shout him out but he's awesome and we had an amazing conversation how did y'all meet uh we actually met through kennedy shout out to kennedy what's up kennedy <laughs> so he did a great job with connecting us because our personalities clicked immediately nice so i'm really looking forward to that and um after that i think did i spend the rest of the day chilling on saturday i feel like I, oh no no i went shopping come on yeah so i went shopping because i needed to get some new clothes okay and so i went out and did all that oh 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 okay so i want to okay. shout out tay who everybody uh, has heard me talk about in the podcast but last week i talked about how he was able to come into eight angle pose Oh, However, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but he couldn't get into uh, EPK, Ekapada Kundinyasana. I'm sorry, what? Uh, that's why I said EPK. Ekapada Kundinyasana. EKG is what I heard. I said EPK. Oh, okay. I will smack you. Epikana <laughs> Nabada. <laughs> I'm ready for the Lion King. Whatever. Because <laughs> I want you to know that when I said that mm-hmm. during my... Because um, I have to talk about that too, of course. Okay. My uh, my dinner. Um, but when I had my dinner, that's literally one of my students. They started saying that. They started uh, singing the Circle of Life oh, when I said Ekapada Kundinyasana. Mm-hmm. 
Hakuna Matata. Whatever. That's literally. Oh, that's what they said. They yeah, said Hakuna yeah, Matata. They didn't sing Circle of. Shut your ass I up. I wasn't there, but it was another Pisces too who said it. So See, right. Oh, there mm-hmm. might be some truth to this zodiac shit. I was, mm-hmm. Ooh. <laughs> Hakuna Matata. Sing. Indeed. What a wonderful what? For the rest of our day. Oh, you just got to skip over. Okay. You can come up closer to the mic if you're going. You no, know. I'm not sorry. <laughs> Lean back. You gotta pay me. Whatever. <laughs> Stay free no more. <laughs> See, people people start putting their work out. Right, so. right, right. Got one damn single out, and now you want. <laughs> A rider, you want all this, that, and the third. Mm. But yes, yeah, so Tay was able to come into EPK. Oh, nice. So I was like, wow. Congratulations. So he sent me a video, and he was like, <laughs> I told him, I was, you felt some kind of way that I said yeah. on the podcast that you couldn't do it. Oh, he was, So you was, he was like, hard, oh, right. Yeah. right. He was like, oh, you. so you're going to put out there to the whole world that I can't? <laughs> okay, I'm going to show you. So about two days later, he sends me a video, and he was like, "So what you think of this?" Right. And he was outside, right. and Boom. he went up into it. I was like, "Oh, oh okay, my <laughs> excuse bad. me, okay. excuse we me, Pisces, <laughs> yet another, yet, yet another Pisces." Listen, we taking over. Yeah, I wouldn't say all that, but uh-huh. oh. I would say that y'all. Don't. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I will say that you all don't believe in being told you can't do something. You all are definitely like, "Oh no, I'm gonna get it." Name a sign that does believe in people telling them they can't do it being told that they can't or mm-hmm. people who will take it easier take and just be easier. lazy and yeah, not that's what i meant yeah wow um because I, I have a feeling that all zodiac signs no matter who you are or what zodiac sign you well, are with y'all it's be because like, of ego that's not everybody march pisces are very egocentric not a march baby no. oh you keep but this is your energy gives that off so that's why i keep thinking that your energy gives so very confused. much <laughs> but you won't tell me the actual day i've been asking you since before we started My birthday yeah february 21st oh yeah no you don't you don't give that at all you don't i don't give what you don't give end of february pisces Cause I'm thinking of, cause like I told you, what I do is that I just put everybody who I know. Everybody's always like, "How do you figure?" Okay, you can read about a lot of different things. That's okay. how I know about a lot of astrology. But for me, it really breaks down to how many different people do you know under that sign. Right. After so you figure you out all on. of those people, right? Where in the month are they? Okay. Then bring together. Okay, well, I know ten different people who will act like this, and they're all under these exact same days. Mm-hmm. So that's how I figure out a lot of stuff. Okay. So when I talk about how March Pisces is the same way, it's because I know literally fifteen Pisces. So I give you who March all, Pisces. Yes. Do I? Your energy very much gives off March I'm Pisces, an especially every time you pick up that camera and start taking pictures of yourself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you just never know. You like, never oh know. my god! <laughs> Got to catch the right light, the right moment. Like I've literally you never know. been around you, and you haven't taking a selfie <laughs> i was stick like come me. on stick with stick you with me mm-hmm. <laughs> plenty more where that came from oh mm-hmm. okay <laughs> <laughs> jesus <laughs> oh we always need for this to be live anyway <laughs> anyway so uh so yes um, shout out to Tay, because let, let's get past. Yeah, shout out to Tay. So, um, as he looks at pictures of his selfies on his phone right now, <laughs> I can't deal. So, anyway. Because I, <laughs> I think it's hilarious that you, you tell him? that you immediately had to go and look at 
<laughs> out in the universe, in the radio land, mm-hmm. radio land. Damn, I, I, I was gonna let you say school. it. I was gonna let you say um, it. <laughs> to them, I'm engaged in conversation. Oh, you know, they're, if they visualize, mm-hmm. right, like we're doing right now, mm-hmm. looking at each other, eye contact, shaking our heads. Yes, they don't have to know that I'm in my phone while you're talking. But it's important for them to know these things, like the fact that right now I have my chest laying on the table in front Titties. of us. <laughs> Just titties all over the t- titty table. Shut <laughs> That's what I'm gonna start calling this. Ray, bring the titty table over here. Look at my little titties. I ain't got nothing to put on the table. Would this be an A cup? If you start coming to do yoga with me, I'll teach you. Uh, there we go. What? You're not even sitting anything on the actual table. Your nipple wasn't even on the table. <laughs> my nipple about this little. Okay, so seeing how I'm the only one who can see it, <laughs> the, the misfits can't. Oh. So you're not getting anywhere near. It's At not, least get try to get near. It's, a, it's smaller than the diamond. I think that you you actually have nipples that are the same size as my friend Mario's. That is adorable. What's up, Mario? Oh, <laughs> what's up, Mario? <laughs> <laughs> are, are they really sensitive? Not really. No, I mean I don't know. Okay. What? Not really. They're sensitive, but okay. not like you know, like you watch these videos where these dudes be like rubbing on their yeah nipples while they doing yeah. whatever. I, yeah, yeah. When I do that to myself, yeah. it does nothing. Like, okay. Well, right. Yeah. No. Now, when yeah. other people do it, I will literally lose my mind. Really? But yeah. 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 But not me doing that. it myself, no. What? It brings you know me what? no pleasure. You're right. Mm-hmm. When somebody else does it, yes, bite a little bit. Oh, yeah. see, you like all that. Mm-hmm. Okay. I love it all. I just need a suck. I don't mm-hmm. need a. Mm-hmm. Or a really light lick, because I don't make me want to slap you. Really? Yeah. A light no. lick. Like, the, the, the teasing is the thing for me. Gotcha. It's yeah. not the actual. Like, when you g- get into the suck after you have me about to lose my mind, like, just when you feel like I'm about to lose all of it, suck really hard. And then that's oh, when. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then that's what. Yeah. When what? That, what, that, nope okay, okay. that's a whole other episode of podcast um but <laughs> no, she said, that's my new phrase phew but okay so for, for you you just want somebody to start off biting well no 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 i mean give me a nice little okay so there's this technique that i use with my tongue mm-hmm. it's just like you can apply pressure mm-hmm. and you can use this on any part of the body okay ladies men whomever okay. and it's just like a little Okay, I need if you to verbally explain it because I'm the like only one a, looking. A, it's a wave, like, <laughs> you know. I'm, I can't. How do you describe? You describe this. I'm showing you. You describe it. He looks. He's taking his his middle finger, like, um, and sliding it kind of into the palm, palm of his hand, and then kind of doing a slight turn. Yeah. Is this supposed to be your tongue? That's my tongue. You could just take your tongue out and show that on your hand too. You know. I would not do that. Oh, you wouldn't do that because your hands aren't clean. I mean, I've been touching stuff. Okay. Yeah. I just need to know why you wouldn't do it. I'm like, it's your palm, not mine. Like, why couldn't you do it? Why okay. Is this nigga licking his palm. <laughs> no one can see you. I'm the only one looking. Okay. Yeah. There we go. And then you start there, and then you can, you know, a nice little nibble. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then I'll suck. And then once we get, you know, past, because we were talking earlier about how stuff has to get warmed up. Yes. And um, once I'm warmed up, then you right. can just, you know, feast. Okay. Go to work. Gotcha. Go to work. <laughs> oh, <laughs> all this teeth. 
pain is pleasure. Okay. Okay. Listen. Yeah, it still is. We got our levels of pain. Mm-hmm. You have a high tolerance? I do, but not for teeth. Not for teeth. Yes. Really? Yeah. Like, I have a high tolerance for pain. Mm-hmm. Teeth are not one of them. I okay. just get no pleasure out of it. So it's not even really a pain thing. It's more so I get nothing out of nothing it. Nothing out of it. Okay. I get a, a lot out of sucking. Okay. Sucking does a lot for so me. So, like, leaving hickeys and no, stuff no, no 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 they ain't sucking because like you see, no 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 sucking. no they, they do but the whole thing is i i get marks way too easy i do too look at my skin yes that's what you saw what i showed you earlier oh, yeah, you did. yes and he didn't show me that miss fitz <laughs> it wasn't that it wasn't what, that what could that be that they know what that thing is oh oh <laughs> <laughs> which usually i have found that usually mm-hmm. 99 of the times that thing is a different complexion than the rest of the body. Have you found that to be true? Is that not true for you? Uh, which thing? Because it could be either. What? Which thing? Are you talking about the... You, you, you could say the front or the back, man. You don't have to say the word if you don't want to use it. Oh, I don't mind saying the word. <laughs> That's dick. <laughs> but maybe not 99% of the time but i have found that a lot of times pretty the majority of the people i know are it's, it's like usually that. darker yeah. yes why is that i have no clue because you think it, it about hasn't it, gotten into any sun they so. always exactly right so <laughs> the sun don't shine well the sun ain't gotta shine right there because clearly hmm but I do love the color contrast on, you know, like a lighter mm-hmm. complected person. And then, yeah. As do I. It's like, what in the world? Mm-hmm. But, you know, no discrimination. I love. Oh, no, not at all. Because mm-hmm. there is nothing like a dark black man where everything is the same complexion. Mm. Good Lord. Mm. Just through black through. from head to toe. Mm. Oh, because yeah. with a lot of us. Well, not can, not you. About it. Not you. You're kind of, well, I haven't seen all of your body, but you look to be pretty much one complexion. For those of us who are brown skin, because you have dark, you have light, and then you have those of us in the middle, like, hey, mm-hmm, several shades. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, so okay, so I just showed Manny. So I showed Manny, like, my um, clavicle and, like, kind of going down toward my chest a little bit. And he was able to see how light I am as compared to my face. And then my feet are, like, damn near the same complexion as Manny. So yeah, it's no, like, my yeah. Feet are- the color of this white box. Yeah. <laughs> Sheesh. But it's like you get someone who is so beautifully dark and it's just That's true. all the that same complexion true. up That's and true. down. Yeah. Oh my God. Mm. I used mm-hmm. to be, um, you know, when I was dating and all this kind of stuff, mm-hmm. I was really, I don't want to say color struck, but I was always that dude that said the darker the better. Really? The darker the better. Yeah. I'm talking about black. Black of this microphone right here. Oh my. Oh my God. I love dark skin. Yes, yes, yes. But now it's 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 you know, all people are I'm about to say, yeah, I don't really have a complexion preference. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just like now. Listen. All y'all can get it. Mm -hmm. Um, All of them can get it. (laughs) Remember you did that to me last time? Everybody can get it. Can they really? (laughs) You know where I got that from? Whitney. Do you really? So 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 you're gonna bring up so 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 Whitney was on the last episode and now she on this one? Okay. Whitney is within all of our hearts. Oh, that's so sweet. I carry her with me everywhere. I cried like a baby when she went away. Oh. Okay. What we were talking about? <laughs> yeah, because we, we got way, way off. <laughs> way. Um, so, so, yes. 
So Saturday night, because we're, st- <laughs> <Bring it back. laughs> we're still on weekends. Bring it back. Um, that's one thing I love. There are people, I don't know if it's those of you who are from Georgia or what. Oh, there was some song I heard. I think was it the Yin Yang Twins? It was. Y'all don't say back. Y'all say Bach. <laughs> what? I used to love singing that. What I'd be like, of? yes, I want to sing it so I can say Bach. <laughs> Y'all don't say back. Y'all say Bach. It's this girl, Bike. Bring it back. Bike? Yeah, bring it back. Come bike. on, correct me. She's yes, from, Bike. from like further south Georgia. Mm-hmm. Um, and every time she opened her mouth, it's Bike. Or, you know, name another word that's that rhymes with that. Tyke? Tyke. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but Kennedy was in here earlier, and I love the Baltimore accident. Accent, accident. Baltimore accident. Jesus Christ! Did, did you mean to say Kaya? Yeah. What did I? You say? said Kennedy. I was like, when was Kennedy, Kennedy in here? No, Kaya. Did I say Kennedy? You did. It, I it, love it's Kennedy. recorded. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. That's what it was. He's, he's always on my mind. <laughs> but it's okay. See what I did there? But mm-hmm. Kaya <laughs> was here, and the way he says the word "do." Oh, he has a a, a serious Baltimore yeah, accent. Yeah, yes. Yeah. So my first is from um, Baltimore. Really? Yeah. I did yeah. not know that. Mm-hmm. Take it down. That the DMV accent, Baltimore, and then Louisiana. Uh, they New are Orleans, both very my favorite, very distinct. My yeah. favorites. So we talk, we can talk about accents on a different show. Okay. Yeah. Because I'm still on my weekend. Oh yeah, what happened on Saturday? <laughs> oh, are we on Sunday yet? <laughs> we are not. It's the longest I, weekend I, ever. <laughs> not been allowed to finish my Saturday yet. <laughs> Child, like we're smooth twenty six minutes in. Jesus Christ. <laughs> so um, so yes, so. I had an event for my yoga students. Nice. I had never brought all of them together before. And it still wasn't all of them. Half of them couldn't come. But for those who could come, it was in person and online because I have students in other cities. So I invited them. And it was really cool. I made drinks for everybody. I was bartender. Oh, my God. Um, of course, I had water as an option. But everybody was like, no, mm-hmm. give, oh, me drinks. give me drinks. Right. <laughs> give me a drink. And I told them I wanted to create community. And it wasn't until literally earlier today that I realized that kind of selfishly without me realizing it, it was for me too. Mm. Like I wanted to create community for them because I'm like, a lot of you only know me, right. you know? So I want you to have other yogis and yoginis you can reach out to mm-hmm. where it's like, okay, he's my teacher. So I know he'll tell me this or that, but right. with you as a student too, what are you feeling about this pose that he has us doing, mm-hmm. you know? So um, they all appreciated that. And they actually said they want to keep in contact with each other. So I said, I want to do it like once a month nice. to bring everybody together to kind nice. of keep the community going. Nice. But the reason why I said, I realized today that I kind of selfishly did it myself is because i don't have a yoga community in atlanta mm-hmm. and i've wanted it for a really long time and that was so it. i'm realizing that yeah. i'm organically creating my own nice nice and it, it really goes hand in hand with everything that i've ever done like i used to write for several magazines when i first became a journalist mm-hmm. and i realized i was like okay i I need a magazine that fits me more, Mm -hmm. but there isn't a magazine that speaks to me. There isn't a magazine for someone who likes to read a lot, Mm -hmm. more so for people who love pretty pictures. I want to create a magazine for readers. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay, let me go out and create my own. So I'm like, this is kind of my story. You know, I I go out and create if I don't feel like I can find. Mm So, yeah, so I think that's really cool. So Sunday was just chill. All I did was wash my car. 
um, vacuumed it out. Come on, car. Uh, had another business call mm-hmm. with um, a graphic designer who, once again, I won't, <laughs> I won't say anything about him. Um, yeah, but that was a really, a really, really cool phone call. And uh, I'm excited about the direction we're going to go in together. They are an amazingly gifted graphic designer. Nice. So I'm excited about where we're going to go. And um, yeah, so that was my weekend. <laughs> that was my weekend. Lord Ooh, knows. Had a long weekend. Yeah. Get on my face. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. So we're going to get to culture of pop. And I'd like to say this Yay. is going to be short, but <laughs> I feel like this weekend proved that. <laughs> So, okay, a couple of these we can get past fast because, you know, when it comes to culture of pop, Manny isn't here for it. So, (laughs) yep. the first thing is, is that today is Earth Day. So Mm -hmm. let's start with that. So we're recording this, even though you guys are getting this on Tuesday uh, or whenever you're listening to it. it, (laughs) It was recorded on Earth Day. So I love today. I'm one of those, I guess you'd call tree hugging type people. Mm-hmm. Like I literally, I quite literally talk to trees. Uh, and I'm saying it to the misfit universe, but I used to be very cautious of who I said it around because you know people are very judgmental. So they're like, you do what? What? Right, right, <laughs> I can't stand you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like I love the earth. Mm-hmm. And um, it was so funny because I was at Publix the other day and I've been going there. I've been, I've been here for two years. And I've never had anybody offer this to me at Publix, at Kroger, anywhere. I could have thought of it for myself, of course. But it just said a lot to me when this older woman um, at the cash register offered it to me. She was like, would you like to purchase for, I think it was like maybe 90 cent or something like that, um, a bag that I could start using, you know. Right. Like, um, and she yeah. was like, you can start Recycling. using this instead yeah. of using plastic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I was like, of course yes. I do. Yes. Like, oh my God, why that's has nobody beautiful. ever said right. this to me before? Right. right. And I'm like, that's what I'm about. They like, oh, right. Don't. They don't. Don't. And I was like, yes, I love it. So, um, also, I've had to pull myself back. And I've talked about this on Facebook for years. I catch really serious attitudes with people who litter. Like, to mm-hmm. me, it does not make sense right. to litter. Right. There are literally, first of all, especially if you're in a car, mm-hmm. if you're in a car, I'm Hold sure wherever you're on your way to, exactly. there's a trash can. can there. Thank you. Listen. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, my God. It annoys me. Yeah. Like, my thing is, why don't you care about Mother Earth? Mm-hmm. Like, this is where we live. Right. How simple. Like, I forgot what country it was. Was it the Philippines? I can't remember where it was. But two of my friends... um, Daniel and Christopher George traveled there and they were talking about how like there's there's no trash mm, none whatsoever real? like when I say that they're completely against littering you can't even chew gum in that country I think I saw something over there like Japan was I think was what I was reading about is Japan a clean I don't know about Japan. Oh, they're pretty messy. Well, I'm sure they're they're better than we are. Okay, but right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure of that. I did read something about but, that, um, mm-hmm. but yeah, I'm like, why is it that we don't teach people to be like that? I'm not saying we have to, you know, not chew gum, but I'm like, why is it that we don't stress even more to people the mm-hmm. importance of saving Mother Earth? Right. You know, it's like when when you think about all of the things that are happening and the fact that they keep saying that all of it is bullshit. That's so weird to me. Right. Like there's literal there's literal facts. You know, there's proof. You can see mm-hmm. the polar ice caps, you know? Yeah. And it's like it's real yeah. what's happening. Yeah. And you're you're just like, "Oh, you're making it up. Global warming isn't a real thing." Mm-hmm. 
and it's like but even though we're showing you though right like i can see if we came to you and you were like can you believe and you're like where's your proof and we say we don't have any i guess they think it's a conspiracy theory or you know like you said they're just making stuff up they don't want to believe and then you're talking about fucking with their money now right you know what i'm saying yes yeah yes that's that's not i don't think that'll ever change yeah and i would agree i would agree yeah i definitely don't think that um Um, i believe we can take steps in the right direction right right. but i mean i wouldn't be somebody who believes in balance if i believe that we can get everybody to feel that way Mm -hmm. there's always gonna be somebody who opposes right that's how balance works works. you know that's right yeah but um shout out to those of you who are uh not just about earth day but you celebrate it 365 every day you know yeah absolutely yep Okay, so the next thing we're going to get into, we're going to go ahead and knock out these two things that um, <laughs> that Manny isn't interested in. First of all, Endgame comes out this week. So even though that's dating this episode, um, <laughs> Endgame is coming out this week. I'm going to do my best to see it literally Thursday night because I don't have time because it's over three hours. What? And um, yes, and people are going to try to give spoilers. I know it in my spirit. Right. So I don't have time for that. So I'm probably Just going tell to. tell me what it is. What is Endgame? Endgame is the fourth uh, Avengers movie. Oh. Yes. And it's literally the end of the first, what is it? Is it the first 10 years? Yeah. I don't think it's been going on for 20 really? years. Yeah. I've not even seen the first one. And this is why I just wanted you to be quiet because you're going to make okay. me fight. You're going to make me fight you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Did you even have to say that? Have you, have you seen a Marvel movie before? I don't even know what a Marvel movie is. So, Endgame comes out this ah! weekend. And it's the culmination of all of the Marvel movies <laughs> as they oh as they go into oh boy wow um, <laughs> wow so uh, I forgot the exact term for it but we're going into the fourth uh, the fourth I, I don't want to say in, no it's not installment. Um, I, I'll say chapter for lack of the proper term that I'm supposed to be using. But this is when characters like Captain Marvel and Black Panther, all of them kind of take, um, they step to the front. And the characters who we've had, like the the original, I believe, six Avengers. Okay, he's pointing to me right now at Black Panther. I have Are seen you, a Marvel movie. I've so you saw Black Okay, yeah, that's Marvel. You saw Black Panther? I saw Deadpool. Did you see Black Panther? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, 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 so that's yeah. three. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I, well, Deadpool was a part of Fox though. Now he's a part of Disney. So he was kind of separated from Marvel. Okay. But now okay. he's with them. Okay. So yeah. I've so you've seen, seen some? some Marvel movies. Mm-hmm. I just didn't know I had. So so you so you just ignored at the beginning of the film. Yeah. When they show you that it's made by Marvel. Probably late. You know when I got Ugh. to the theater. <laughs> Are you one of those people you can walk into a film when it's already started? No, 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 no. Oh, I was about to say, yeah. dear God. Yeah. But yes. I have before, and I don't like that. I don't enjoy it, but okay. I have before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> so, yes, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, if well, for people like you, I, I guess it'll be a spoiler if people I talk like about the. you, like who? Meaning, I was going to talk about Infinity War. But I I can't because if there are people like you who've never even seen any of these movies and this would be a serious spoiler for me to give away what happened in it. So I'll just say that it's going to bring together a lot of what happened in the very last Avengers film. So they're going to tie everything into a nice neat bow so we can continue on with the next chapter. Um, So I'm looking forward to seeing that. I'm so rolling my eyes at you right now. (laughs) I don't even know what Marvel is. (laughs) 
X Men. Oh Marvel. yes, X Men okay, and Marvel. I've seen, I've seen some Marvel movies. I just don't categorize it. Oh, this is a Marvel. This is a Disney. You know, I just okay. you know, I watch a movie and enjoy it or don't. No, that just means clearly you just don't pay attention. <laughs> I saw us. I wish I could go to. <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> so anyway, so moving on. Oh, so, <laughs> oh I knew you were doing red. I know what you were doing. Okay. Take your time. <clears throat> so you about to hurt yourself. You a singer. Don't be <laughs> be careful. Okay. <clears throat> Thank you. <clears throat> that, mm-hmm. So next would be Mortal Kombat, which actually comes out today when you're listening to this. So even though we're recording this on Monday, the day before, when you're listening to it, it's the day of. So MK11 is coming out. And I don't think I've ever been excited for a Marvel, I mean, not Marvel, for a Mortal Kombat game. <laughs> That's you. Um, it's a game. It's not a so, movie. Yes, it's a game. Gotcha. Jesus. Okay. Um, so it's... like, <laughs> <laughs> when that come out? Oh, God. So, <laughs> so the main villain for this one's name is Kronika. Or I'm assuming she's supposed to be a villain. Or just the main person you're supposed to fight. I'm guessing. To me, she looks like she's a hero. But I'm like, I'm I'm fairly certain she's supposed to be the villain. But I cannot wait to play as her. Because her powers are insane. They showed her her fatality. Oh, my God. I didn't know you were a gamer. I used to play Mortal Kombat. So you do know what it is. Back in the day. Okay. I haven't played a video game in so long. I can believe it. You don't know what Marvel is. But yeah, I can believe that you don't you don't you don't play them. Um, <laughs> I play um Super Mario Smash Brothers. I'm sure. And that what it's called. It's not called Super Mario Smash Brothers. It's not. But I was I was gonna let you have it. You know what I'm talking if about? You didn't, yes, yes, what is I it do. Called? Smash Brothers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you you gonna go look it up? <laughs> I Google everything. <laughs> I was trying not to tell them that you were literally Googling everything I was talking yeah. about. <laughs> <laughs> I told myself he he could have did this before we started the show, but it was like okay, yeah, Super Smash Brothers. There you go. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, so when you saw Super, you thought Mario Brothers. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Mm-hmm. You understand me. A lot of people don't understand me. Yeah. But you take the time to understand me. Do. I'm so misunderstood. But how about you? Aww. Yes. No. Thank you. No, you're welcome. That means a lot, and I'm being dead ass. Okay. I'm being I'm being full ass. But yes. Full. Nice and full. <laughs> Whatever. Mm-hmm. Moving on. Moving on. So, <clears throat> <laughs> Here we go with this again. So, two other characters who I want to play as. Uh, so, Chronica I want to play as. Then there's a character named Citrion. And she's kind of like, I guess you would say, for those of you who know about the Avatar, she's kind of like Korra. Like, she literally has all four elements that she's able to wield. So that's earth, fire, uh, wind, and water. And oh my God, she looks amazing. No, heart included would be Captain Planet. Oh, God. Um, And then then there's a chance that Sindel may actually come back as a DLC character. And that's my baby. That's my favorite character. I feel some kind of way because I don't believe Kenshi is a part of it anymore. And he's my favorite guy to play as. But there are options. Like there's a new character named Garrus who I want to be. Um, and Devora actually looks like she's gonna be really good this time around. So this is for my gamers who are listening. I, yeah, for all of yeah. my blurds. Like, yeah, this is gonna be real. So 
I'm excited. So you guys let me know what you think of M- um, MK11. I was supposed to say MLK. MLK. What would his fatality be? Anyway, so yeah. So you guys let me know. <laughs> my god anyway anyway um, he's sensitive anyway but sensitive about what i could ask that question i'm trying to all right so i'm trying to go back to like <laughs> the characters a, from oh my god he literally is on google looking up these year. you're looking at most of them but i want to see the character that i used to play with it was always a girl or sonia blade no Katana. Katana. There she There go, we right go. Uh huh. I know. But I never knew. Like I couldn't do any what you call moves. Fatalities. You couldn't do fatalities. Hell no. Oh, bless your heart. You, you didn't read up on it. No, I just went. That sounds yeah, about right. Because yeah, yeah. Marvel movies come on, you don't even see where it says Marvel. So I can, I can believe it. I need some consistency. <laughs> touche. Touche. And I love me some consistency. So touche. Yes. <laughs> Indeed. Indeed. My God! So I'm gonna have him play it, guys. He's gonna play MLK with. Damn it! We got a lot. He's gonna play MLK. He's gonna play MK11. I can't deal. Oh God! Okay, so he's going to play MK. I need to just say Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat That's what's messing me Mortal up. Kombat. Why you gotta say MKL? <laughs> MLK, hell. He's going to play Mortal Kombat 11 with me, and I'm gonna let you guys um, know how he did. So mm-hmm. we've got several dates coming up, right? Yes. We got game date. Mm-hmm. We got Manny Petty date. Yes. And we got yoga on top of the mountain. Yes. So you just need to remember all of these yeah, dates. Just let me know when. Okay. I'll lock it in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway. All right. So, <laughs> next, should we do um should we do divorce or should we do pit against? Let's do divorce because I feel like divorce can segue into pit against. Okay. So this is supposed to be uh, us hosting together. So do you want to take those over? No, 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 no. I'm like, you are my co-host. Like <laughs> I'm not supposed to be running everything if you're a co-host. Nope. Uh, I ain't so, ready yet. <laughs> that's honest. Mm-hmm. That's honest. Okay. I'm going to give you the so. honest. I'll give you the real. Every time. Hell no. I ain't ready. Anyway. <laughs> nope. It's important to tell people when you're not ready. Oh, for sure. It yeah. is. Yeah. It is. You don't want to go into things. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm not ready yet. Right. Pause. Mm-hmm. It's okay. It's all right. And then get back we'll get at there. it. Yeah. We, we will. Eventually. We will. Mm-hmm. Patience. Um, so which one did you say you would completely forget? You the whole tale. So we're gonna get into divorce. Okay. So um news reported that Adele recently filed for divorce from her husband. Okay. And what I wanted to quickly talk about was this uh unfortunate and both of these next two stories actually have to do with people on social media. This desire to celebrate the negative things in the world that's social media so Twitter. yeah very much so so she gets a divorce and the number one thing you're seeing from everybody is she's about to have this amazing album that's about to come out people said the same thing about monica you know she just filed for divorce from 
um, her husband Shannon yeah. mm-hmm. um, after eight years. Yeah. Um, and they're saying the same. Oh, we about to get the best album of our life now. Monica about to go through, so she about to give us the best songs that she ever given us. Right. Yeah. And and my thing is is that it's not saying that you don't have to have a sense of humor. It's not saying exactly. that. Exactly. But the thing is is that why is it the first thing out of your mouth? Why is that? Like, are you taking her kids into consideration? Right. You know. And I mean that for both right. women. You right. know, it's like, are you thinking about their families? Nope. Or are you just thinking about the laugh that you can get yep. out of this? And then the thing is, why are we laughing that a couple is divorcing from one another? Right. Like, why is this light at right. all? Right. Like, whole whole families mm-hmm. are going to be like, well, not necessarily torn this. apart because yeah. they could still, yeah, you know, of course, for the sake of the yeah. kids. But it's like this is a home that's not going to look the same anymore. Mm-hmm. And this is funny for you. Right. All you're right. focused on is how good the album's going to be that you're about to get. Gonna be. Right. And and that's that just goes back to what I always say about people. Like across the board, this goes to friendships, dating, everything. People so often don't look at other people mm-hmm. like they're not worried about that right their focus is on what they can get out of situation situation exactly. you know yep. and i'm like this is yet another example of that oh my god of people focused on what they can get out of it mm-hmm. you're not even looking at adele's family monica's right. family you're thinking i want this Somebody next album and you know what could it be that some people just and i'm this i'm the same way like i could give two shits about um, you know, of course, I want her to be happy and I want her to be OK, but it's not any of my business um, as far as what goes on in her house. Right. I try to keep that separate. Like, you know, I'm a big Monica fan. Right. I'm a fan of her music. Like, it's a lot of people that are so consumed with, you know, what she wearing, you know, who she with or just whatever. I could give two shits about that. How's the music coming? You know, because like, yeah. if I ever interact with her, that's what I'm asking. How's the music coming? And, you know, I don't, you know, I don't care about these people's family in that way. Yeah. Like, I want them to be okay. Handle your business, you know, on your own terms. Absolutely. Like, um, um, what was that? Um, what did, what happened with, I think she had foot surgery or something like that. Yeah. And people were just so involved in that. Like, let the girl rest and, you know, go through that. And I don't think that's what I was talking about, but it was something else that happened. Um, and they were just so involved in what she was doing in her personal life. Bruh, leave the girl alone. Yeah. Leave the girl alone. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. It's that wasn't that wasn't the point that I was trying to make, but I, I think. I well, no, it, I no, no. God, God did that yeah, for a reason, yeah, yeah. because that literally is a perfect sub- segue into right. the next topic. Right. Leave the girl alone. Leave the girl alone. Leave Ariana alone. Oh, like that is okay so what ended up happening is that ariana was the headliner for coachella this year as we know be right congratulations as we know beyonce was last year yes. so the reason why i said leave her alone this goes for both even though people were on beyonce's side leave her alone too they were pitting these women against each other okay there were news reports coming out saying that ariana was making more money than beyonce and so of course people came out I don't even want to say it was all the beehive. Of course, a lot of them probably had a big part to do in it. Hmm. But I'm just like, why do you feel the need, one, to pit two women against each other? Two successful, very talented, listen, different artists listen, in their own right. And this has been for years. Yeah. Monica and Brandy, listen, Mariah and Whitney, um, Brittany and Christina. Like, it's always been a thing. Um, mm-hmm. Cardi and Nikki, like it's still it's happening, still happening. Yep. and it's like, why do you always feel the need to pit people against one another? Like, my thing is, is that you're talking about she made more money than Beyonce. If Which you allow yourself to stop, though, right, right, right. Right. right? They said okay. that it wasn't true, right? But I'm like, even even if she did, even if she did, here's the thing, right? There's a year later, 
a year later, Homecoming came out on Netflix. Mm-hmm. I'm, I doubt very seriously if that's going to happen for Ariana. Right. After her Coachella performance, or as they call it, Beachella, after that was over with, or some people say Beachella, that's still weird to me, because clearly her name is Beyonce. <laughs> but, Why um, listen, it's it's very God. confusing okay. to me. But, um, go to school. <laughs> Get off of the social media and go to school. Shit. Come on, shit. It's B. Not Bay. Damn. Bay is B A E. Speak. Speak. Sheesh. (laughs) Sorry. Go off. Go off. So, yes. So, um, did you say Beyonce? (laughs) There we go. That's the part. That's the part. That's the part right there. Oh, you man. better. You better. He has his. He got. Off. He leaned over on his. His chin is on his hand. He looks so over it, like he's exasperated. Oh, like. Okay. Thank you. For, thank you for letting me do that. You're welcome. <laughs> you got it off your spirit. You needed yes. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so much lighter. So anyway. <laughs> so she also ended up having apparel after the actual like after the live concert Beyonce. yeah okay. she ended up having like there were shirts that so came she out made hella money that's the point i'm getting at get, the point yeah. that i'm getting at is that she has made a lot of money from this mm-hmm. she has a three um a three project deal with netflix now nice millions nice so i'm like get the money if dude. you took a moment to pause mm-hmm. and allow yourself to think about this for a minute mm-hmm. it doesn't really matter what ariana got from coachella it ain't touching Beyonce didn't that. like double triple that. They don't see that. They stuck right there on that one part. Listen. They don't look at that's the thing. People don't look at the bigger big picture. picture. It's there that we go. one little part and they zone in on it and that's all they yeah yeah yeah. I always just say it's like um vultures to a kill. Yes. It's like and oh I can't stand it. Listen. Love Beyonce, but Yes. Mm. Yes. Mm. Yes. Okay. Th- that part. That part. <laughs> that mm. part. <laughs> mm. Mm. Okay, so that um that, <laughs> that concludes culture of pop. <laughs> you made it. I made it. I made it through again. <laughs> so uh, earlier, before the intro, you guys heard me talking talking about Nigel mm. and the importance of this episode and how I wanted to keep it light with Manny to start because we don't want this to be a really heavy episode because right. that topic alone is going to be heavy. For sure. So we wanted to give you guys an opportunity to kind of laugh and smile uh, throughout the episode before we get to that conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, we're going to do our best to keep it light for good news as well. Right. But uh, it's an important topic. And, you know, we've talked about suicide here on The Healing Space before, but we knew even when we did those episodes that it was going to have to continue. You know, we always have to have this conversation. Absolutely. Cannot stop. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So uh, we're going to go into this conversation about uh, Nigel Shelby and the importance of protecting our black queer youth uh, and all of us, you know, all of us showing up for all of us. And after we finish that conversation, uh, we're going to come back with good news. However, because of the the lead in and me talking about Nigel at the top of the show, we're going to go into my message to the minority now. Okay. And then after the message, then we'll go into the conversation of Nigel. Message. Go ahead. <laughs> we'll be right back. <laughs> Speak peace into the ears of darkness. Reanimate death so that it may hear the love of the living. Touch despair and remind it what hope feels like. 
open the eyes of self-hatred and show it a world filled with endless possibilities. Today is a new day. Free yourself from the limbo of sadness. Create minutes, hours, years of joy. Believe this. Own this. Love you. Message to the minority. So over the weekend, news broke of a young queer youth by the name of Nigel Shelby, who took his own life at 15 years old. Uh, He lives in or lived, excuse me, in Huntsville, Alabama. And this was suicide due to bullying. And it was bullying because he was a queer young man. Um, And I wanted to have a conversation about this because in past episodes, We've talked a lot about suicide, but it's never been specifically about queer youth, uh, even more specifically queer black youth. But I wanted to have that conversation with you guys in the Misfit Universe, but also Manny is still here with me because I think it's, as I've stated before on the show, it will be a continuing conversation for us. Mm -hmm. You know, this isn't stopping anytime soon. Mm -hmm. And so at the very beginning, I want to give out the phone number to the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline, and then we'll give out, out again at the end of the conversation. So that number is 800-273-8255. Again, that's 800-273-8255. You are worth it. Just keep that in mind, even as you're listening to this conversation. So what I wanted to ask you to start off, Manny, is because I know I've talked about this before on the show, but I don't think it's ever been with you. So I wanted to, if you're comfortable, and by all means, if it's something you're not comfortable with, I know you'll let me know. Mm-hmm. But... I've talked about on the show that I've had those thoughts before. Mm -hmm. I've never been able to move forward with even physically, but there have been people who have spoken out on the podcast and talked about the fact that they've actually tried to hurt themselves. So I wanted to ask you, has it even been a thought? Has it been an action? Like what has your experience, your personal experience been like with suicide? Um, I personally have never had a thought about suicide. Um, I have wanted to just disappear. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if that is considered, you know, suicidal ideation right. or not. But, you know, my idea of disappearing was, you know, not because of some physical uh, action that I took upon myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I just wanted to just magically, if that even sounds yeah. crazy but that is, i just wanted to just somehow disappear yeah um so i no i don't i don't i've never had you know well it, of that. it's funny because you know i always say on the 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 podcast the importance of being seen you know mm-hmm. capital s-e-e-n yours is kind of on the flip side which mm-hmm. you experienced you felt like maybe you were seen a little too much and not in the light that you should be right so you'd rather vanish from being seen altogether um, it was more so um because I didn't have, first of all, I didn't know how to process what I was feeling. Okay. Um, and this was probably like in the sixth or seventh grade. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wasn't able to process what I was feeling. I also didn't feel like I had anybody that I could go to. Yes. To um, kind of help me process those feelings. And so, of course, I just kind of blended in. I tried to, you know, become this, you know, super masculine, hetero yeah. dude. 
Um, so even, I mean, that went all the way into my adulthood. Yeah. Um, so I did all of these things. I mean, I dated, you know, women and, mm-hmm. and girls or whatever, um, just to try to, you know, cover that up. But, you know, in, in the back of my mind, I was like, this is not going away. <laughs> no matter how much I pray, no matter how much, I, you know, um, just try to suppress, it just felt like there was no end to it. So I was like, okay, I wish I could just disappear right um however that can just go to some island or something and just you know not have to just to deal with it Mm -hmm. you know um so it wasn't so much that i was being seen in that light because again i tried to suppress it and um it was just i didn't know how to process it in the place where i was so maybe if i disappeared to this island this remote island i could just be as free and open as I want to be with just me. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah. As as crazy. I'm an imaginative. No, it's not as crazy person. as you think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not as crazy. Not at all. Yeah, not yeah. as crazy as you think at all. Yeah. Um, I want to lean a little deeper into what you were saying when you said, you know, all your different ways of attempting to get rid of it. Mm-hmm. Prayer and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. I want to lean into that because I want to ask you. What was your reason for wanting to get rid of who you were? Was it more so for Manny? Was it more so for Manny's family? Yeah, absolutely not for me. Um, well, at the time, I thought it was for me because that was all I knew. Right. You know. Right. Um, and it was all that I had been taught. So, yeah, of course, I didn't want to be, um, you know, um, bullied for it. I didn't right. want to be ostracized i didn't mm-hmm. want to be treated any differently of course so like i said i tried to blend in um but i definitely didn't want to you know bring shame to my family or um you know i i didn't want to be the victim of i mean because let's be honest people honestly you know like our little brother nigel um they're killed yeah you know murdered for for you know, being out and open. So, um, you know, all of those thoughts crossed my mind. So it was more so to appease society mm-hmm. as a whole. Um, and it was definitely not for me at all. Right. Yeah. Wow. I um, Thank you for sharing that, first of all. Thank you for sharing that. Uh, second, well, not second. <laughs> um, I... Uh, because when when you mentioned as far as Nigel and the fact that he could have been killed, you know, mm-hmm. if he didn't take his own life, mm-hmm. there was a very strong possibility that someone could have. Right. And that gets into the conversation. And that's the reason why I asked you what I asked you as far as your reason for wanting to do it. Was it for you? Was it for others? Right. And that goes into the conversation of the education of other people, uh, those who aren't in the queer community, along with right. those who are, you know, mm-hmm. because it's. It's a a battle that's happening on two sides. So on one side, it's the education of our cis hetero brothers and sisters who aren't open enough for a myriad of different reasons Mm -hmm. to understanding or attempting to understand our journey. Right. But then you have a lot of black queer youth who are raised more often than not religiously who take on a lot of that ignorance Mm -hmm. that's put on them. Mm hmm. And they don't necessarily know how to navigate and escape from that particular matrix. Right. You know, so I wanted to have a conversation about that. Um, 
what that has been like for you looking at others. So not necessarily just Manny's, because I'm sure both of us mm-hmm. have people in our life, you know, uh, outside of us mm-hmm. who have experienced that journey. Now, we don't have to use names, right. but, you know, have you witnessed yourself for good or bad? Because we want to, you know, give some inspiration to this as well. Um, have you seen for good or bad anyone who was raised in a household where they were pretty much damned? by their family and they either it didn't turn out good or it turned out even better than you thought it could oh for sure um i can just relate or go back to um my college days this Mm -hmm. was way back in the day (laughs) (laughs) um but there was a young man um i was i was probably in my third year and he was a freshman Mm -hmm. um and so pretty much he you know was not comfortable with his sexuality uh, and it was more so because of his mother. Yeah. Um, and so she was super religious. And, you know, um, he actually he was suicidal. He yeah. had suicidal thoughts and ideations. Um, and so um, I would try to just, you know, talk him through it, you know, just be there for him, a support. Um, and eventually um, he he didn't. He didn't commit suicide, right? But he did um, get involved with the wrong crowds and different things of like that, you know, things of that nature. Yeah. And so now he's incarcerated. But I say that to say, if he had had more support, I think from home, especially from his mother, because he was so close to her. Yeah. Um, but he just, how do you, how do you have a relationship with your mother who you deeply love? Yes. And, you know, yes, and yes. so close to, but yet you're not close to because she has you at yes. a distance because of who you are. It's like, so I think he just resorted to so many different things to try to find acceptance um, and love and, you know, kind of, kind of got caught up. So yeah. Um, that's one of the, the, the biggest examples in my life that I can think of yeah. where it just didn't turn out good for, for somebody. And we still keep in touch to this day. That was like over 20 years ago. Wow. Yeah. So. Um, a large amount of my friends, funny enough, a large amount of my friends have gone through this journey. Mm-hmm. Of course, the black church plays a big part in our community, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so more often than not, mm-hmm. you know, my story is very rare. Mm-hmm. For most people, it usually is. I grew up still in, you know, things mm-hmm. of that nature. Uh I knew that we were Baptists, but when I was younger, it was more so by name than anything. As I've said on the podcast before, it didn't become like serious, serious until once I was old enough to not Mm -hmm. go to church. Mm -hmm. Um, My family now is very religious, but opposite. Yes, it was the opposite. So I, you know, I guess it it sounds horrible to say, but I escaped, you know, I made it in time, you know. Um, But even when my mother you know got deeper into the church i was never treated that way Mm. so my journey has looked different in the sense of there were little things you know like my family needing to learn not to make certain jokes and stuff like that but as far as being accepted as far as being loved it was always positive it was never a problem problem. so my story is very different Mm. i was always able to live very out loud actually Mm. you know um actually so much so that i was a little uncomfortable because i was like okay let me (laughs) yeah um the the judgment you know it's like my father has welcomed in boyfriends Mm -hmm. my mother oh yeah 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 my my last relationship my father who you know the misfits know from listening to the podcast is a 
21 year, I believe, 21 years clean recovering mm, addict. Nice. And uh, a couple of years ago when I was in my last relationship, he always has this big anniversary. He has so many um, sponsees who come out to celebrate him. Mm-hmm. And when my boyfriend and I walked in, he called my boyfriend up. It was their first time ever meeting. I'll never forget it for the rest of my life. He called him up on stage, on stage, Lord. He called him up to the front. <laughs> we were in a church. He called him from the front of the, um, what's the thing? Not, we weren't in the actual church, Um, in the basement. What is that called? The basement. Um, that's all, that's yeah, it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we were in the basement of the church. <laughs> um, He called him up and he told everybody who, who my boyfriend was. He mm. said, this is my son's boyfriend. Wow. And he was like, I love you. Wow. And they hugged and they started crying. Oh my God. And I was, when I tell you I could have passed yes, out, yeah. I was like, what? Because it wasn't him, his first time calling somebody a, a boyfriend, right. but never publicly in publicly front of people. Front he of said people. it to me, right. but never, yeah. Let me just clarify. Like, if I had come out younger, at yeah. a younger age, I don't think my mother would have damned me right 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 you know what i'm saying because like even when i did come out it's just i've always loved you i've always known yes first of all yes um and i've always loved and i'll always love you no matter what right um my dad i we never had the conversation unfortunately he um suffered a stroke a few years ago so you know i would not want to yeah you know put all that on him right now but um I just, uh, yeah, she, I, I feel like she would have been supportive, but just because of what I had created in my mind, right, right, how right. the story would come out. Yeah. Yeah. I, just, I couldn't do it. But that's real. And in that, that's a lot of people, yeah. you know, so I was talking about my story, mm-hmm. but getting to, cause you know, I asked you about people that you know, mm-hmm. um, as I was initially saying, before I got into my story, a large amount of people who I know are still on that journey. You know, yeah. where it's still very uncomfortable. Now they're living their lives, mm-hmm. but if it came to a thing of family, that's different. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. like there are some people where they don't talk about it. Don't ask. It's just tell. not brought. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. it's just not brought up. And to bring it back to Nigel, the thing is, when you think about him taking his life, it was bullying. Yes, but the question becomes, what support system did he have, did he have at home? You know. Right. Who could he go to? Or anywhere. 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 What outlets, what safe spaces Mm. were created for him in Huntsville Mm. that he could go to? Because for me, and something that some people felt to be awkward, other people loved when I was growing up, was the fact that I could talk about about anything with my mother. Mm -hmm. My first time kissing a girl, I went to my mother and told her. told her about it. And everybody's Uh like, what? And I'm like, but that's the relationship we had. That's important, right. You know? A lot of kids don't have that. They don't. Right. They don't. So I'm like, you know, my first time... um, my first boyfriend sitting in the back seat with my boyfriend. My mother's driving. She gives us the story, which wasn't birds and bees. I mean, keep in mind, you know, it didn't look the same. Okay. She wanted to right. talk to us about diseases. Right. She wanted to talk to us about for HIV. Sure. For sure. You know, so we talked about HIV and I'll remember the conversation for the rest of my life because she empowered me in that conversation. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, how often do young queer black boys get to have these conversations with their parents? I would, I you know, bet a million dollars. And I, I think about if people actually lived by the things that they put out there from a religious mm-hmm. point of view. Mm-hmm. You know, what this world would actually look like. Right. So you know, if we if we if we actually talk about the love of Jesus, mm-hmm. and if we wanted to walk in that particular walk, right? How different what so many of these exactly journeys will look for so many young black queer boys. Look like you right. know, but I often think, and you can let me know if you feel the same way. 
I often think that because we exist in this world where, and this isn't just Christianity, this is a lot of religions across the board, um, you are taught that you'll be damned for so many different things. So you live your life attempting to navigate not doing these things, but you also pick and choose. Right. So the thing is, you follow the majority. Mm-hmm. So if the majority says that this is bad, then clearly you have to think this is bad too. Mm-hmm. Why? Because you don't want to be damned. Right. So, okay, there are certain things that we all know you shouldn't be doing, but the majority does it. Mm-hmm. They eat shellfish. So, so I'm so, good with yeah, doing it too. Okay. Right. You know? Yeah. I'll make it in. Right. Right. But, okay, a good amount of my community doesn't think this is right. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go ahead and say that it's wrong too. Right. You know? So that's one. Right. The second is, and this is what I, I share with people, because I'm like, we... We want to make the parents or the family members always seem like bad people. Now, for this, this is more so towards the parents and less about the family. Something that we don't really talk about is the fact that sometimes your parents, for all of their flaws, the reason why they react the way they do to who you are is because they're scared for you. Mm, that's, that's a conversation we don't absolutely. have a lot. And they don't know how to share you know, they, they, they can't properly state mm-hmm. to you that I'm scared. Mm. So it comes out as anger and it comes out as damnation because they want you to be safe. They can't imagine you like was it was it um, Matthew Shepard. Mm-hmm. They can't imagine you like Matthew Shepard wow. hanging from uh, a fence, mm-hmm. you know, dead. So their whole thing is, is that I got to get through to you that you can't be like this right. because I can't lose my son. Right. You know, but yet it comes out as anger and damnation. They need to be properly educated or attempt to educate to, themselves to on right. how to communicate that right. they love you. Right. You know, in a, in a, in a better way. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Because they throw you out on the street mm. and oh my God. that's not that's making not life easier for right. me. You know, do you know anybody that's experienced that before? Oh yes. Yeah. Oh yes. Yeah. And had to kind of like fend for themselves. Absolutely. And Absolutely. To, yeah. And the thing that's is, is that it hardens you. Mm-hmm. It makes you a very different person, mm-hmm. you know? this soft, beautiful creature that you could have been. And because of what your parents did for you, did to you, because, and let's be clear, some parents operate that way. Some right. parents just have a really skewed, because this goes back as always as we do on the, um, the healing space into mental health. With some of these parents, mentally, everything isn't necessarily as centered as it should be, right. you know? And because of that, they're operating from a very different space mm. when it comes to the way that they see your sexuality. Because for them, religion takes on a total, it becomes a totally different beast. Absolutely. Because already they're not centered mentally. They're not in a very healthy place. So what they're being taught looks totally different from how it will look to me and you, mm-hmm. you know? Right. So you're exactly. on the street, not because of a love, right. but because the way that, you know, damnation and everything looks to them from what they read in scripture. Mm-hmm. What? Right. You can't be right. under my roof. <laughs> God knows what could happen to me, Jeez. you know? So it's not about you anymore. Right. I don't want to go to hell, right. you know? Fire and brimstone could come down right has now. Nothing so to do with, has nothing to do with them. Listen, listen. Sheesh. And then that's when it goes back around to what I said to you about not seeing. All you can see is yourself. Mm-hmm. You're not looking at this child. You're damning this child, but it's their journey. Right. This is what they have to battle with day in and day out. And you're talking about absolutely you. Nothing to do nothing with you. Nothing to do oh, with you. That's religion in general, regardless of whatever. Come on. And that's why, and I say this all the time, I had to just step away from religion. Yeah. 
it's so toxic mm-hmm. um and mm-hmm. on this journey of sorry um on this journey of just self-love yeah like that has just been probably the biggest eye opener for me on a lot of different things. Like I see things differently Yes, outside of the four walls of religion. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, and I just encourage people to, you know, don't stop in what you believe in. I'm not telling you to stop. Absolutely. Believing, you know, no, but consider. Yes. Other. Absolutely. Perspectives, possibilities. And, and I promise you it, I, I think that'll be a, a good way to start. Yeah, <laughs> you know, healing. Yes, our communities. Because I'm sorry, I, I, religion is 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 a beast. You you have to be a willing beast. to be a well rounded human being. Oh, for sure. Like I don't, I honestly don't trust people who don't allow themselves to step out of whatever box that they've existed. And in. I've always said this, and I keep bumping the table. I'm sorry, but I've always said this. I'm on this. <laughs> this journey of unlearning mm-hmm. everything that I've learned. Mm-hmm. So prime example, this past weekend, my mama was like, you coming to church tomorrow? I was like, no, I'm not coming. She was like, you can't stop going to church now. And it's not that, um, you know, throwing all of that away. Absolutely. But I don't want anything to interfere with me on this journey oh, that you're on. Journey that Absolutely. On. Like I appreciate everything that, that I learned. Yes. That I, um, you know, that you taught me and, and a lot of the fundamentals, you know, just apply to life in general. There we go. You know what I'm saying? You know, how to treat people with compassion, how to love people, you know, but you know, all of the, 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 I guess the dogma, is that the right word? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't want that to affect on this journey of love. And it could, and it could, yes. it very well could, because yeah. the, this is something that I always say. Me stepping away from religion has allowed me to, and and me being a queer individual, yes, and and um, facing objection and all this kind of stuff, it has actually helped me to be a more empathetic person, yeah. Um, and I'm able to see people for who they are, yeah, and not just through the lens of religion, yeah. So I mean, and that's why I'm doing it, and and I don't want to, you know, offend my mom at all, but. Again, I just, you know, this is my life. <laughs> well, and, and, and that's what I was going to say. Yeah. At the end of the day, At days in. people have to understand that they shouldn't be offended. Right. Because to me, again, that's selfish. Right. You know, you're on a journey mm-hmm. and no one knows, maybe not even you, how far around that corner you right. are. You've turned a corner. Mm-hmm. But who knows? The whole thing is you step back in there. They come out their mouth and say the wrong thing to you, set mm-hmm. you back. Right. Completely. Right. You know? Right. So it's like, no, for my mental health, for my spirit, I, have to keep going. I need to keep going. <laughs> keep like going. you said, the fundamentals are still with me. Mm-hmm. It's the whole thing yeah. of, okay, I'm leaving the house to go to, to college. Basically. Listen. Right. You need to know and trust that I'm going to be mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. You know, these next four years are a journey for yes. me. Yes. You have to trust that That's I'm going to be okay. Right, That's good. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, yeah, like, of course, you're going to worry. Mm-hmm. You're going to be concerned because it's a whole new world for me. Mm-hmm. But you have to know that whatever it is you taught me, the core values mm-hmm. are going to Taking stick with, with me. me. Yeah. There yep. we go. Yeah. You know, and it makes you wonder when it comes to Nigel, what was that journey mm-hmm. like? He was only 15. 15 At 15, what my world looked like at 14 years old was when I finally started to become comfortable with my sexuality. Mm. And I say that in the sense of it was the first time that I messed around with a boy 
and he kissed me and I didn't feel even a little bit of shame. Really? Now, the thing is, is that I never felt shamed about my sexuality. No, I'm going to take that back. I didn't feel shame at all. I'm sorry. I'm going to take that back. That's actually a complete lie. I never felt shame. I felt uncomfortable because the people who I was with did. Right. There we go. Right. Because right, right. when I was saying and that, I was like, no, I'm you. lying yeah. right now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> when I would mess around with boys, it was always a thing of you better not tell anybody. Mm. That's where the shame was. And that's that you. So, yes. Yeah, and like, it made what? me feel uncomfortable because right. I was like, well, wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. I just have to learn that for the rest of my life is going to be these situations where I'm going to mess wow. around with dudes and no one's supposed to know. It stays a secret. Mm-hmm. The, the beauty of when I turned 14, I started going to... Um, an art school, Baltimore School for the Arts. And I made out with a boy for the first time and it was out in the open. And I looked around and he was like, what you looking at? And I was like, I just feel awkward because I don't want you to feel any kind of way. And he was like, I don't feel any kind of way. I could really care less. I was like, oh. (laughs) (laughs) And But I then had to get myself Mm -hmm. out of the zone Mm -hmm. I was in because for years I was taught that you're supposed to keep this a secret. Wow. So we get onto an elevator because the students had an elevator, the teachers had an elevator. So we get onto the teacher's elevator of all things. Uh, Of course. I was like, why are we on the teacher's elevator? (laughs) So we start riding up to the next floor and he starts kissing on me and sucking on my neck. And I was like, we can't be doing this right now Mm -hmm. he was like what are you ashamed of wow (laughs) (laughs) wow like this is new Mm -hmm. you know so it took as you said i'm having to unlearn these things Mm -hmm. slowly but surely Mm -hmm. so i'm looking at me 14 15 what my life was like and then i'm looking at him and i'm like what was 15 like for you was 15 when you were really finally coming into yourself and because you mm. were truly feeling who you were, other people couldn't take couldn't it. Couldn't take it. Because right. the thing is, is that the brighter your light shines, those who dim lower will want to dim you as well. Mm. You know? Right. What are you doing? Right. Why are you shining? Right. Who do you think you are? Who do you think you are? Right. You know? I'm not happy. And, you should and, be here too. You could probably imagine they're thinking at 15 years old, why are you so absolutely proud? Why are you so why are sure? you so proud? And I'm not. Listen. I'm in my forties and I'm not at, listen. So I, I do get that. And then you know, go to go back to um I was reading on Twitter, um the comments were um directed towards his parents. But can you really blame especially because I was trying to find information on the story and I couldn't right. really find much about it. Yeah. So for them to blame the parents or, you know, his his home life. You don't know their without story. even knowing absolutely who they were, it was so yeah, I thought that was kinda It is. Yeah, but again, as we absurd. said as we said earlier in Culture of Pop, this is social media. Social media. You know, it's attack, not attack, yeah. attack. And and I say that you know, that's not the place to go for any logical right I mean, it can be yeah, you know, yeah you'll yeah. find some intellectual but i wonder if you know back when we were coming up mm-hmm. you think i'm thinking back when i was 15 yeah there was no social media i was a victim was of not. bully of bullying yeah um from you know elementary all the way up until like high school right um but you know you dealt with it at home i mean at school mm-hmm. and then that was it Yes. Until the next day. Until the next day. But these kids now are exposed to it 24-7. And it's relentless. And it's relentless. Yeah. So even if he did have the support from his family, mm-hmm. let's say, mm-hmm. they are supporting them. him. They were supporting him yes. from what they knew. Yes. You know, this is unprecedented these days with what these Absolutely. kids are going through. So maybe they did the best that they could. You know, and that's what I was going to say. Yeah, limited 
knowledge and resources that they had. Yes. Um, but it, you know, maybe it wasn't enough. Yes. For, for Lil Nigel. Very you know much. Because his parents could have been completely, that's the reason why when you said that, I was like, that's bullshit. Mm-hmm. You can't say that about you his parents. You can't say that. You, you don't know. Because he could have been loved at home. Mm-hmm. But this young man is up against high school. Mm. He's up against social media and understand that with social media, you have several DMs, not just one, you know, coming at you. then you got tweets. Then you have, you know, comment sections on Facebook. You got people who could be sending you things on Twitter. I said tweets earlier, right? (laughs) On, and on Instagram, you know, it's like, you can't escape it. And I, and I did, I I looked up his, Oh, you saw his Twitter. Okay. And I'm, I'm assuming this is him. Um, it's kind of hard oh, for me to, yeah. you know, he was probably, he looks eight years old, right? Yeah, he here. does. Yeah. <laughs> Bless the little baby. But, um, and what does his, his, can, his bio says, I just don't understand why everyone has to judge people, but when you judge them, they're ready to fight. I just really don't understand. Oh, and you could, you could kind of just, I and mean, it was kind of like, you could go through his tweets and just see that he was dealing with stuff. Yeah. Um, and I got choked up when I was reading and just looking, look at that precious little face, man. Are you oh. serious? Like, how are you 15 and not able? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it was something else about haters and stuff. So you could definitely tell, but this was in 2015, bro. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't know. My goodness. I don't know. So you can just imagine, ignore haters because the truth is you. Right. I'm sorry. Ignore haters because the truth is you are beautiful. Right. Um, and he tweeted that on September 6, 2015. Yeah. Ugh. Can you imagine? Right, because I'm like, think of him at that at age. At that age, he you know, been what? Because he's 15, no, he was, 15 he was fifteen in 2019. Yeah. yeah, so four years ago. Good lord! Can you imagine? My and see, Ugh. this is and this is the danger. The danger is is that you pretty much have to be of the mind that I'm not going to be plugged in. Sheesh. Because if you're plugged in, you can't stop all those people. You cannot. You know. And it's, it's like we can have episodes where we talk about creating safe spaces, showing up for one another, mm-hmm. making sure we're checking on each other. Mm-hmm. But if you go on social media, that's it. It's listen, all out, the out in the wilderness. Like, <laughs> these kids are born with cell phones in their hands. Yes. They're born into social media. So, you know, it's almost like they're immersed into that culture and to pull them away from it would. Yeah. I guess they would feel isolated. Yeah. Because kids don't go outside and Absolutely. play anymore. Absolutely. You know, so, oh. Absolutely. Where do we start? Where do we begin? Yeah. To fix this. But but it's like, and it's so funny you say that because it goes back to the whole idea of the Matrix. Mm. And it's like you're plugged in for so long. Mm. And when you come out of it, it's like this cold, mm-hmm. dark world. Right. You know, all of these wonderful, beautiful things that you saw on a daily basis mm-hmm. aren't there anymore. Aren't there anymore. You know? And it's like, what world do you really want to be in? Sheesh. You know? Because when you come out into the cold, dark reality, it don't look the same mm-hmm. as those lies you were being told all the time. You wow. know? And people would much rather exist in the fantasy. Mm. Why do I want to leave the fantasy where I can be this person? Because, yet again, something else that I always say on the podcast, it is scary getting to know the real you. Yes. Because when you have to get to know the real you, it's not just the pretty stuff. Mm -hmm. You You have have to to own up to the ugly stuff, too. Mm -hmm. And people don't often want to encounter and deal with and wrestle with their demons. That's why they stay on social media. Yes. 
specifically Twitter, and I keep saying Twitter just because I have this love hate for it. As many people do. You and you can go on and just see. It don't take long to it find something disgusting. Long. And then you see the same people over and over and over again tweeting every single day, all day long. And I'm like, detach. Yes. Detach. And that's why I'm so into nature. Like, I'll throw my phone yeah. in the car and just <laughs> go out in the middle of nowhere and just detach from all of that. Because Absolutely. you have to. Absolutely. It will, it will if I can say, it will fuck up your, yeah. your psyche. It, it will. Your he, energy. He needed to have... When, when I was in Baltimore... There was an open mic that I created called Circle of Light, mm-hmm. and it was LGBTQ based. Really? Mm-hmm. You should do that here. You think so? Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. You said that. I'm like, I wonder what that would look like. Um, but yeah, before that, I had an open mic called Storytellers. Mm-hmm. And with Storytellers, it wasn't geared to what LGBTQ, but I love that people told me when we were coming to an end that that's one of the things they loved about it everybody was accepted mm. they said everybody was accepted and that's why that was my favorite open you mic you have to do that we have to create more spaces like that okay i'm up for it sheesh I'm i would even host it. come on that's what i'm talking about i like i like look i like being behind the scenes yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, I mean, <laughs> i'll produce really. the whole thing yeah. like come on because i sometimes you get tired of being in the front like, I'm just like I just want mm-hmm. mm-hmm. that would be sexy it we, would be listen that would be so nice and if we really do that and then years later we can come back to mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. and then see where we first like, thought of the right. idea oh my god wow Sheesh. put it in my phone yes put and then we'll thank Nigel yes because uh, I always tell people and some people think that it's weird but I can find the positive in literally in everything. everything right everything right and I sit here and I'm like while we mourn and while we send love and light out to his spirit and his family, mm-hmm. who knows what could end up coming out what of this? Could come out of this, right? You know, he he may inspire an entire movement, absolutely, that could create these safe spaces and create these communities where these kids can go somewhere. Yeah, um, when they when they when they when they feel they need somebody to talk to or just to get away. Yeah, or or to feel like they have some support. Yeah, um, I I just don't. I don't I don't and no, it's so different now in, it is. in high school. Like even I have a friend; he's a he's a principal mm-hmm. um, at, in a high school, and just some of the the stories that he tells me, like these kids coming to school high every day. And I don't know; maybe I was just naive when I was in high school, but I don't remember that happening. High people come to school high. I don't remember that either. I don't remember that. Not to say it didn't happen. And not but to say that it didn't yeah, happen. I don't but remember it either. To the magnitude that is happening now, these kids, we have no idea. Even you and I, mm-hmm. and we're not old, right? We don't. We have no idea what these kids are facing. Yeah, and it's a completely different world. So, well, it's it's one of the things that makes my job so difficult because you know, of course, with me working with young adults mm-hmm. and where they are, you know, they're just mm-hmm. a little older mm-hmm. than Nigel, and I work with trans youth. Mm-hmm. I work with a lot of queer young men, mm-hmm. and helping them to see themselves. And I mean, it hurts mm. because there are some trans youth I have. And it's it's interesting because I'm constantly having to educate my coworkers on using the proper pronouns. Mm-hmm. And there's one young lady there who, you know, I've had to correct people and say, that's she, her, you know, mm-hmm. and some of the staff will have a problem. And I don't really have a leg to stand on because they'll be like, you keep correcting me, but she calls herself a boy. 
And so I had to stop them because they got me at first. And mm-hmm. I was like, okay, touche. Let me mm-hmm. shut up. Mm-hmm. But then I had to think about it. And I went back to them and I was like, you ever think that the reason why she's okay being called boys because you keep doing it? Wow. Wow. Maybe if you stop <laughs> and maybe you start calling her girl mm-hmm. and you'll notice that she doesn't correct you. Right. Because my thing is that I noticed that she said it before, mm-hmm. but I kept saying she. Right. And that's how she reacted to me. She, wow. So I was like, you keep talking about what it is she's not doing. You're the adult. She's the child. Mm-hmm. What trauma could you be putting her through by the fact that you keep saying that? Right. She wants you to be able to see her for what you see right here. Mm-hmm. You know? I am. And my, my thing is, is that it shouldn't even have to be that. Now, there's another youth that we have who presents as a woman, mm-hmm. you know, well, as a young lady. Okay. But she wants you, excuse me, he wants you to call him a boy. And that's fine. But right? no, no, no. So it's more than fine. It's more than fine. So the problem <laughs> is, is that you need to be able to call people what they're asking you to call them. Right. So even though when you look at him, mm-hmm. you believe you see a girl in front of you. Right. He's saying, call, call me, me a boy. Right. That's and the that's end of the conversation, it. you know. Uh, so we had this thing, conversation before. We did. Yeah, we did. It has absolutely nothing to do with you. Remove right. yourself. Exactly. Right. Remove yourself. Yeah. Now, the thing is, it's not going to be easy for everybody. And that's, that's what we have to ask our queer and trans brothers and sisters, non-binary, to understand that it's a journey. It is it's a not journey. fair to just ask people to immediately wake up tomorrow and bam. Mm-hmm. Because, okay, it's one thing. And you can tell. Mm-hmm. You can tell somebody who's actually attempting and somebody who's not. Right. And that's what you have to pay attention to. If you see a person is actually attempting to do the right Mm -hmm. thing, then you can be like, okay, you messed up once. It's okay. Mm -hmm. If you see somebody who's just like, no, here's what it's going to be, then that's when you have a problem. The The unfortunate thing is, and of course, you know me, balance. The unfortunate thing is is that there are a lot of people in our community, because of their own trauma Mm -hmm. that they've gone through, have no patience for you not understanding. And the thing is, is that we hurt. This is true. Mm -hmm. But everybody should have a learning curve. That's true. Everybody. That's true. You know, that that's, that's us true. showing compassion. Mm-hmm. We've been through pain. That's true. Mm-hmm. But if you don't allow people to have that learning curve, they could just say F it all together. Right. And, and, you know, and you lost one. There we yeah. go. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. What is it going to hurt mm-hmm. for you to be like, OK, that is so true. I understand that's not what you meant. That wasn't right. your intention. You know, out of, you know, the past six months, you've said it twice. Right. I understand. Right. I got you. you. Know? You're right. <laughs> and the fact that every time you do it, you're like, I'm sorry. Uh-huh. I, I, that's not what I meant. Mm-hmm. Got you. And you can, so like I said, you can tell as, the difference. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Growth. They're trying. Growth. They're trying. They're trying. You know? And we always talk about physical safe spaces as far as something you can walk into or go to or something mm-hmm. of that nature. We as people can be safe spaces for individuals as well. You know, and that's, you know, Manny and I have a lot of conversations. This is one of my friends who says he loves me all the time. And I say that to him and it means so much to me because there are so few people. And this isn't a negative Mm -hmm. because, again, that gets into a conversation of what your journey has been like, what you have gone through. You may not feel comfortable saying I love you to people. You may have not been told that you were loved. So you don't know how to be able to say that to other people. Wow. You know? You don't know what it looks like. You don't know what it looks like. Mm -hmm. So Manny and I say this to each other, and I don't know if I've ever said this to you, you know, but you are a safe space for me. Am I really? You are a safe space for me because you say you love me. Mm -hmm. So because you say it so freely, Mm -hmm. that creates something inside of me that you, I don't know if I'm, 
really at this point able to really express to you i know it because i can't say it right now right. <laughs> so it lets me know <laughs> but yeah it creates something the first time you said it to me it blew me away mm-hmm. because again people don't often don't know do how that. to say it they don't do it so right. when you said it it made me feel like there were things that i could open up to you about and share with you that i couldn't with others mm-hmm. that it would be non-judgmental that you right. would understand right. it's very much my relationship with kevin mm-hmm. you know one of the things he tells me that he loves about me is that i don't judge and and that's why and you're the same for me right? mm-hmm. and i told you this like i feel like i can go to you and talk to you about stuff without feeling judged and you get me like i don't feel misunderstood when i talk to you about certain things right and you know i'll come off the top of the head with some crazy yes. stuff sometimes <laughs> um <laughs> but you um you don't just write it off as just oh that's just crazy manny like you you actually dissect yeah a lot of the stuff that i say and it makes me feel good because i feel like you see me Mm. you see me from the perspective that i wish i could see myself sometimes Mm. don't you ever just want to step out of your outside of yourself yeah 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 see you yeah you know how other people see you yeah so that's what you do for me so that's why i appreciate you that's why i love you and and people do have a hard time expressing that because i find myself doing that with a lot of people that i love and i'm close with um who again regardless or depending upon what their journey looks like, they're not able to say it back. They're not able to receive it the way that I'm giving it to them. But I genuinely, when I say that, like it's because I've reached this level of comfort with you and trust with you. Yeah. So, and, and we've shared experiences, you know, enough for me to say, okay, yeah, you care about my well being. I care about you. Why not say I love you? I do. I do. Yeah. Right. So, um, thank you. I, I just have to say thank you Absolutely. for that. Absolutely. Thank you, you too. You see me. Yes. Oh. Listen. And so bring that back to Mr. Nigel. Right. <laughs> yeah. I wish. And maybe he did. We don't know. This is true. But I wish there had been more people that saw him yeah. that he felt comfortable enough to go to mm-hmm. and just, you know, no matter how many times he, you know, to talk about the same thing, if you have to talk about the same thing, and I'm talking to, you know, the people um, that are listening, yeah. you know, if you have to talk about it over and over and over again, mm-hmm. find you somebody who I found in Raven, right. Raven <laughs> um, that you can go to and just get it off your chest. And, you know, that's why we talk about counseling a lot. Absolutely. Um, which I still haven't. Um, looked into but you know you're kind of like a counselor for me whether you know it or not thank you um, but yeah I I just I just I don't know I just wish for other young and specifically for me because this is a passion of mine yeah um, young black queer boys Mm -hmm. because I feel like they don't get enough support they don't get enough um, you know people to say okay this is this is how you deal with what you're going through yeah how to process what you're going through. I think a lot of, you know, girls get a lot of, would you say? Not a lot, but it's it's not balanced. It's funny. I was having a conversation with somebody last night about this. And I said, we live in a very interesting time. And I'm sure this will be controversial for some people, but this is Mm -hmm. my truth, Mm -hmm. you know, Um, which I guess is kind of aligned with what it is that you're saying. We live in a space now where a lot of black queer men, boys and men, but Mm -hmm. mostly a lot of men, don't really show up for each other. It's right. more so for women. Don't, and it's right. more so for trans women as well. Mm. Um, or trans people in general. Mm-hmm. Um, queer black men aren't really big supporters Thank and you. fans of each other. Thank you. Uh, Thank you. When That's it comes was... to... Even some women can get it. Mm-hmm. If you look online, sometimes you'll see them oh, even attacking yeah. some women. Oh, yeah. 
I, I was telling one of my friends last night, I said, I believe trans people are the only ones right now who queer black men don't attack. Mm. Like they stand on the front lines for trans people. Mm. But men are horrible. You know, mm. black queer men see men as horrible. That's the v- vast terrible. majority of conversations that I have with more educated black queer men. Mm-hmm. Nope. I'm not here. And but I'm like, you do know that's wow. you, right? Oh my God. That's you. What is that? Well, it's their journeys, it's what it is they've been through. Mm-hmm. The thing is, is that because a lot of them have been shamed, have been made to feel less than, have been torn apart by men, men in general suck. You know, maybe their hearts have yeah. been broken by black queer men. I can see that. So because of that, I don't have time for black queer men. Sheesh. And it's like you can't go across the board. You can't despise men in general. Mm-hmm. But again, as I said at the beginning of this conversation, people are afraid to do the internal work. If you did the internal work and broke down the reason why you feel as though you've been hurt so much by black queer men, maybe you could start to unpack that. Right. And be able to find that love again. Yes. Yeah. You have to. Yeah. So I I feel you completely because we have to show up for each other. Mm -hmm. We're being destroyed. We are being destroyed. We are. And we we are scattered all over the place. We are not a unit. Mm. We are not a community within ourselves. We're and it not. does start with the Nigel Shelby's and absolutely and the Jamel. What was Jamel Miles? Mm-hmm. I don't know. He wasn't. Was he a person of color? You know, he he was nine years old, I believe. Either way, yeah, young boys and like I said, for me particularly, you know, black boys, yeah, it's just not enough um, people showing up for for them, right? So, um, you know, I'm not professing to be this big <laughs> on the front line doing this that and the third but you know i i that is a passion of mine so yeah. i am looking for more opportunities to you know volunteer and to offer you know support to to the young black boys because i don't feel like they get it enough i think jamel was biracial was he okay yeah okay yeah lord bless so, his heart i mean all of them and you know it's important to of course to say their names right um, right and i was i was definitely trying to research um to see if i missed anybody but um there's so many was, there's so many yeah there really are yeah, yeah. there really are and i didn't mean to say that like there was only two right no 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 <laughs> but you know what i'm no, saying absolutely. In the short amount of time we had to prepare absolutely for today's episode and, and so. that's the reason why we'll continue to have episodes like this yeah because it's sad to say this isn't the end. Oh my God. You know? But this is the reason why I really took to heart what you said about creating another space, mm-hmm. you know? Because we need to make sure. I've always, 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 that's why this podcast is so important to me. I'm not a talker, I'm a doer, mm-hmm. you know? So that's the reason why we just found out about this story. Right. This wasn't what this podcast was originally supposed to be about. Mm-hmm. Manny will tell you, I hit right. him up less than 24 hours ago. Yeah. Like, asking oh, if he wanted to do this with me because <laughs> i'm like we need to have this conversation i had have i canceled to. what the original episode was supposed to be about wow because i'm like this is more important this is more important you know so it's about not just talking about it but doing something about mm-hmm. it and as a podcast this is the beginning of doing something doing about something. it other people can listen to this and this can prayerfully tap into something within them mm-hmm. you know one person at a time one person at a time if we can get one person to listen to this and change their lives for the better when it comes to showing up for young queer black boys, mm. 
or queer black men. Right. There are they a lot of queer black men who are, um, are emotionally and mentally immature. They're, they're, they're stuck. Yeah. At, at whatever age. Yeah. That trauma here. Exactly. Yep. Yep. Young boys trapped inside a grown man body. Yes. Basically. There's yeah. been no opportunity for growth mm-hmm. because they're still very much stuck and mm. who they were. You know, there, there hasn't been an opportunity for them to be free from those shackles of pain. You know, so we have to show up with the key. Sheesh. You know, we do. I mean, and, and seriously, like I said, I've been looking for opportunities. Um, as a matter of fact, we spoke about my barber, Tyre. Mm-hmm. He um, he's a part of a, a organization in Atlanta and I can't think of the name of it. Um, and I have been talking to him about um, or I have mentioned it to him before. Yes. About participating in, in volunteering um, because I've, I don't I don't know what else to do. Yeah. 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 I don't know what else to do other than when I do see, you know, on an individual basis you know young black queer boys who need somebody to you know look up to or talk to um and you know other than that on a larger scale i haven't well i can let you know right now and this is on the podcast so this so i can't break from this Mm -hmm. you got the right one right so if you've been looking for stuff to do right all I need is for people to walk with me. Mm-hmm. That's all I need. Because mm-hmm. I'm in a, a new city for me. Right. So I'm like, I don't really know how to navigate this properly. Right. But if I got other people who are really willing to be about this, mm-hmm. listen, yeah. I'm action as hell. So I'm like, let's, let's make work. it happen. Let's do the work. Yeah. yeah. You know, I'm, I'm ready for it. Mm-hmm. I'm ready for it. So uh, at day's end, what is it, not to put you on the spot. <laughs> mm-hmm. Here we go. <laughs> what is... What is it that you would like for people to take from this conversation and what has taken place with Nigel? You know, pay attention to the signs. Mm-hmm. Um, and even if you don't, even if you as an indiv- individual don't understand where that young boy is coming from, find them someplace find them somebody that can meet them where they are. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Because we talk about it all the time. It takes a village to raise a child. And there's, there's certain things that I might know that you don't know that I could, you know, impart in that child and, you know, vice versa. So um, I don't know. Don't give up on our kids, man, because they are the future. Yeah. You know, that sounds cliche, but it's, it's the truth. Um, and, and we have to give them, we have to provide them with this, the safe spaces. Yeah. Yeah. So like I said, if, if you don't, if you don't personally know how to approach a situation, cause a lot of people are uncomfortable because yeah. they just don't know. Absolutely. Um, at least have enough compassion, regardless of what your beliefs are, that this is a child, Yeah. you know, put it in that perspective. This is a child. Um, who who needs guidance um i don't know just just reach out to somebody that can help them if you can't yeah and don't and don't beat them up with your <laughs> with your beliefs though like i think people just they come from that one perspective that they know mm-hmm. and and i keep reverting back to religion because that's just you know <laughs> who i am but um remove that Take that away. Remove yeah. that. If and I know that's easier said than done, but you know, send them send them to somebody that can help them. I don't know. I just 
Oh, I want to hug you. I want to hug you. As a matter of fact, I'm going to hug you right now. (laughs) It's all good. Because I know young black boys that I can see that them coming up in these situations in these homes. Um, Just a story from this past weekend. There Mm -hmm. was a little boy. Um, He has two sisters. And I'm not going to name who they are just because it's kind of close to home. Right. But he's just a year old, a little over a year old. And he just happened to have one of his sister's baby dolls in his hand. He didn't know that that was a quote unquote girl's toy. He just knew that, hey, I got a toy in my hand. And she literally, the mom literally came and snatched it out of his hand. And it was just like that fast. But I feel like if you're going to do that, mm-hmm. at least have some type of. And he, like I said, he's only a year old, so I don't know what type of conversation you can have with a, a kid that young to help them understand why you did what you did. But like if that's I just felt like that was so wrong, like that kid don't even know. You know, the difference between girl and boy and all this kind of stuff, I, I'm just I guess I guess I think I'm rambling right now, but no, you're does not that rambling. make sense? It makes um, it makes sense that she needs to be better educated. Oh, exactly. Um, yeah, that she lives in a very antiquated, yes. ignorant way of thinking, and not understanding because of her own ignorance. Exactly. how you can end up traumatizing a child. Right. Once again, going back right. to people thinking about themselves, not thinking about the person they're interacting with. You're not thinking about what this child could take from this. You're believing just because they're one that there can't be any impact whatsoever. Right. Lies. And you, you know? believe that the way that you intended it for it, intended it, intended for it to come across. Yes. That that's how it's going to be received. Absolutely. And, and, and most likely not again, because he's one year old. Right. <laughs> this has to do with your ego. Sheesh. You don't want to be in the presence of other people and they see your child playing with a with doll. A baby doll. Right. This has to do with you. Right. And I think she kind of caught herself because here I am just as gay as hell mm-hmm. and I'm holding this kid. Yes. Um, so I don't know, maybe I was there to save him, quote unquote, Mm -hmm. from God knows what else could have happened. But, um, I don't know. That's just homophobia is so deep. Absolutely. It's so deep. And I have a hard time articulating that, but you, again, you always (laughs) save me. Thank you, Ray, baby. (laughs) It's because I'm so passionate about it and it's just, I do get emotional about it. So yeah, it's all good. Yeah. It's all good. So the last thing that I'll say is that I understand that people enjoy or appreciate, I'll say appreciate, being the question. However, I challenge everyone listening to become the answer. Mm. That's the last thing I'll say. Mm. Again, if you all would like to contact someone, if you feel as though you're in danger If you feel like you just need someone to talk to, if you need someone to listen, please call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline, which is 800-273-8255. Again, that's 800-273-8255. You are worth it. And please live in the light. We'll be back to end the show with good news. And now it is time for good news. <laughs> this is every time he comes on. And now, <laughs> y'all missed it. He edited it out. 
<laughs> well, I'm gonna let you know how it came through the first time. And now, <laughs> a good old Marvel movie. <laughs> you, you you wouldn't know. I know. I know. Now I'm educated. You, you oh oh are you? You, yeah. you educated yourself in between the breaks? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what they have to do with Marvel, but okay. So, um, oh, that's not from the Marvel movie. It is not. <laughs> I guess I don't know what I thought I knew. Damn, <laughs> yeah, bro. You be calling me out on everything. That's what I tell you. You see me, you see everything and dissect it. <laughs> so, um, you in these glasses. Oh, you're putting your. Oh. You? I don't know why I did that. I was like, he just put his AirPods in. I'm like, are you trying to ignore good news? Like, what's going on? I'll have no part. Right. I don't know what you're talking about, but I don't want no part of it. Um. Anyway. Okay. So, for this good news, we're going to send out some love. Especially love. because the last topic was so heavy. We're going to end the show sending love out. Mm-hmm. Letting some people know that we love them. Mm-hmm. Now, Manny and I told each other we love each other earlier, so we don't have to do us. Oh, let me take you off my list then. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, I guess I'll go first. Sure. So first, I'm going to send love out to my mom. Uh, I know that she probably... Is that a Pisces dance? Because I literally know two other Pisces who do that same yeah, hand dance. Hand. That is so. This is me waving to your mama. Hey, mama. And they, and they're both church boys too. So that is. That I'm a, no longer a church church boy. But you were. Clear. I was at one point. So yeah. so mm-hmm. that could be a yeah. former church dance. That I could am, be a tambourine a dance. dance. There we go. Now see. See what I'm talking about. You know me. You see me, and I don't even see myself. Who the fuck are you? I'll have no part. I'm out. <laughs> We really need to make an episode called that. <laughs> Who the? Oh, <laughs> you better be trying to think what I meant. Yes, you better say which you which thing. Which thing did I say? I'm out. <laughs> yes, I'm out. There. <gasps> what if that was the name of this episode? <laughs> no, I'm out. I'm coming. Sing, sing. That'll be. Anyway, he will get me off course so fast. (laughs) To my mom, I know that I don't call you enough. I know that I believe in Marco more than I should. (laughs) But I just want you to know that I love you. Did I say want you know? I just want you to know. I'm rubbing off. Good in Southern now. <laughs> Country. <laughs> Whatever. I want you to know that I love you and that your son is doing just fine down here in Atlanta. And I will call you soon. And I can't wait to see you when I come home to visit. <laughs> That's so sweet. Okay. And you're next. Okay. Who's your first person? One Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. <laughs> Look at you. Run <laughs> my first one, and all of these are actually who I call my bros. Mm-hmm. So Ray Bay has assured me that I'll be able to come back because I have so many people that I love and mm-hmm. I want to shout them out. But he told me I have to. I could only do five. So <laughs> you you better preface. You better. <laughs> so so anybody that's listening, don't feel bad. Don't We're coming feel bad. Back. Indeed. My first one is my big brother Corey. Mm-hmm. 
Choreology. He's an artist, mm-hmm. and he's actually very instrumental in um, helping me with my music. So that's not the only reason why I love him. But I will just say that Corey is the reason why I am who I am today. Come on, he's he's the reason why. Yeah, because um, I used to be really shy. Real quick story. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was, and it's gonna be short. Um, he invited me to this party, and I was like, oh, I don't know if I want to go. And I was like, well, what if people look at me? And da 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 da. And he was like, he looked at me, he was like, you sound like you need to be delivered from people. Mm. Blew my mind. Blew my mind. (laughs) So ever since then, Corey is the reason why you get what you get when you see me. Okay. I love you, Corey. Thank you so much. Indeed. Changed my life. Yes. (laughs) Come on. (laughs) Okay. So my next love shout out goes to my dad. And I wanted to let him know who's also Pisces. I wanted to let him know that I love him because he is my hero. And I always tell his face, I can't. Manny even fell back into his chair. He's so damn dramatic. I can't. That's so sweet. Anyway, so uh, yeah, I, I, I share with people that it's a wonderful feeling to be able to look at a parent and be able to call them your hero. And this was not always the case with my dad. But he changed his life around and he is what I call a true Christian. He is somebody who actually does walk like Jesus did. And it means so much to see him do that because it lets me know that it's possible. You Mm -hmm. know, that a lot of these people out here are BSing. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, no, you can walk the walk for real. Mm -hmm. Um, So I look up to him. I admire him greatly, flaws and all. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, I love you. My next bro Mm -hmm. is KJ Keyshawn. Um, He's my fellow introvert brother. Mm He sway introvert, but every time I go on Instagram, he at somebody party, day party, brunch, somebody's club. But I, I, that's what you want to be called. I accept you for who you are. Well, maybe you should tell him that he's an ambivert. What's that? (laughs) Somebody who is both an intro and extrovert. Oh, like ambidextrous. Yeah. Huh. We have a new word for you, KJ. <laughs> yeah, amb- ambivert. Yeah. Oh, and I just love him because, first of all, KJ is hilarious. His sense of humor, if you don't pay attention to it, you'll miss it. I'm usually the only one that catches it, and maybe we're the only only ones that have the same type of personality mm-hmm. or sense of humor um but he is hilarious to me so shout out to my brother kj i love you yes okay so my next one actually i'm gonna knock out my uh uh-huh. uh time. <laughs> finally finally somebody decided to be the co-host Shit. it's about damn time <laughs> waited the whole show he has to step up anyway <laughs> so my next one goes out to the next two people just know their birthdays were this weekend so the first person would be chavez shout out to chavez happy birthday chavez uh, yes indeed indeed uh he and i have been friends since we were literally kids so we've kind of grown up together he ended up working for my magazine he was one of my editors mm-hmm. he was the editor for a, quite a long time of our youth section and then he transferred over and became the editor of our um, art section mm-hmm. of the magazine he is a uh, author several times over nice yes i'm very very proud of him he has a new project that's going to be dropping soon as a matter of fact okay uh yeah so he's out there he's Ooh. he's an awesome writer i'm so proud of him that he continues to do his thing um he is a true creative and yes chavez i love you and once again happy birthday all right my turn again my next brother is 
I'll just say your vibe determines your tribe. We say this all the time. Um, so Markel is my turn-up brother. <laughs> like if you want to get ratchet, that's my ratchet. That's my that's my dude. Like, mm-hmm. We be the only ones on the floor at anybody <laughs> club shaking what little ass we got. I can't. And just he's a really good person. A, a huge heart. Um, he cares for people, and um, we just we connect because of that like we have such a huge heart for people so nice um i love you kelly i can't wait till we turn up again yes yes <laughs> keeps keeps a man too oh so if you if oh. you need if you need relationship <laughs> advice or just how to find a man okay reach out to my friend Markel. okay kelly that, was, that wasn't negative was it that doesn't make him sound which yeah. which listen it was confusing at the end because you said he keeps a man yeah. then you say it if you want to know how to because i was like well wait if he keeps a man does that mean he keeps getting out of the relationships too no no, no. it's let me there we go okay he has no problem finding a man, a man. okay because okay. the last part you said made sense okay. when you said if they need advice on how to find one and stuff gotcha, when, when gotcha. you said if you need relationship mean. advice i was like can he give relationship advice when he don't stay in the relationships hey now you're not gonna talk about my boy on this <laughs> i wasn't trying to erase that damn shit i wasn't trying to. that wasn't no, shade at it. all i get it no um <laughs> if you need help on how to find a man yes yeah he got you <laughs> definitely not shit he said erase that shit no yeah, my uh, bad my mm-hmm. bad that wasn't the intention my brothers yes you should as you should is that a picture of stone mountain actually you know what i took this at arabia i took this at arabia uh-huh. arabia mountain there we go i was like <laughs> i don't know what you're talking about arabia i was like you were in saudi arabia <laughs> wow <laughs> didn't I'm know it looked like travel. that i'm will travel mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so next would be <laughs> daryl um up, for D? those of you oh for those of you who listen to the podcast you're familiar with daryl i talk about him all the time he's one of my closest friends uh he is definitely like a brother to me and um it's funny because over the last couple of months is where i'm able to say he's one of my closest friends like we've known each other for years mm-hmm. but and this is the power of marco polo like marco has it's, really br- marco polo something that you should have been on a long time ago i need to download it, no, it do exactly and that's why i never told you about it because i know you. who i'm dealing with okay thanks at least you know anyway all right <laughs> what's his name martrell First of all, your friend's name is Markel. This is Daryl we're talking Darryl, about. That's what I meant. Mm-hmm. Don't sound a damn thing like him. <laughs> anyway, Daryl's birthday was also this past weekend. Happy birthday, Daryl. <laughs> so he and I are working on several awesome projects together. And I'm really excited for you guys to be able to see it coming up in the future. But yeah, he's a good person. He's a good person. I am I'm blessed to be a queer black man who knows some really awesome mm-hmm. cis hetero black dudes. And he oh, is Oh yeah. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So he's definitely at the front of the pack when it comes to those brothers. Like I love him forever. Mm-hmm. Like he's such an amazing, genuinely awesome human being. That's what's up. Uh so yeah, 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 yeah. That's like cool. I feel like I talk to him more than I do anybody in my life right now. Aww. Like yeah, like we yeah. talk on Marco all day long. Um, I'm gonna get this Marco. <laughs> 
just makes life so much more convenient. That's all. Because okay. you can you can talk to each other, you can see one another, and then you can go about your day. Like it's one of those ones where you know, like with text, well, you don't because I know. Because but what? you get <laughs> you get into your feelings of somebody missing for too long, okay. and you're like, well, where'd you go? You literally okay. left in the middle of a conversation. Marco, with you Marco, you get it. Because you can see each other, and okay. you're like, okay, well, if you're driving, oh, really? I'm about to get out oh, the car, okay. and I'm about to go to work, so gotcha. I know I'm not going to hear from you for a while, because okay. you, yeah. So, like a FaceTime. Exactly. Gotcha. Exactly. Okay. Um, but you don't have to be live with each other. So, you can leave oh. the message, and then I go back to it later, check it, respond to you. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. So, it just makes life more convenient. So, let's say you're in the studio for some hours. Mm-hmm. You left me a Marco before you went to the studio. Okay, well, you're in the studio, so I'm not going to hear from you. Okay. So, you hit me back later. It could be the next day. You'd be okay. like, okay. For some reason, you don't feel... You're not in your feelings as much with Marco. I, I'm, for some I'm reason, it just means to more. It with, it, yeah, that don't make yeah. sense. I guess I have to... You do have to Try do it. it. Yeah. <laughs> that don't, don't make sense. If you're going to be in your feelings, you're going to be in your feelings. Probably more so because I saw you. And now I don't hear from you. See, there you go. Right. I think it also makes people want to use it more because you don't have to type. You're just talking. Okay. So I was like, okay, I don't got to worry about typing you this long ass essay. Like, I can just say whatever it is I'm feeling. Oh, I do. Yeah. I'll text you all day. I'll marco you all day. Don't get on the phone with me. Yeah. If you get on the phone, be bored. Yeah. Because I could be doing other stuff. That's also why I like Marco. Because if we're on Marco, then I don't got to be talking to you the whole time. I leave my message. That's what text messages is for. I ain't got to be talking to you the whole time. Well, clearly you like using your fingers a whole lot. What if you don't feel like using your fingers right now? I can just talk. I can put my phone up. You know what? You're so nasty. Oh, you're a freak. But that's the move, though, ain't it? You know what I'm talking about? So anyway, um, who's your person? <laughs> my <laughs> next person, my next brother. Actually, I shouted you out on the last episode. Yes, you um, did. But Algernon. Mm-hmm. And I'll just also say for Algernon, in addition to him being an amazing uh, uh, designer and stylist, he's also one of those people that has a really deep compassion for people as well. So that's where we connect. He's so sensitive. That's my, yeah. So we connect on that level. And and, and you're not into astrology, so you wouldn't even know what the sign is. I have no clue. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Couldn't tell you. Um, But we'll hit each other up and like if something were to happen, that we saw in the media or just whatever well that many how could they do this to, you know and it's just a real genuine connection that yeah, we have yeah, so yeah. i love that's you beautiful. algae that's I my algae that. oh oh my bro <laughs> okay so last for me would be my grandmother who we affectionately called mama elsie um she, well you're you're about to go through it because she's she's no longer with us See, I knew. Uh, the, is that recent? No. Uh, oh, okay. Did that did make it okay? Did make it okay? <laughs> My grieving period is over. Because <laughs> you went through a range of emotions. First, you was real happy. Then you were sad. <laughs> then you got clarity. <laughs> what was her name? Elsie. Elsie. Yeah. I heard her. Oh, that was mine. So take your time. That's why you don't need to have your AirPods and your hearing stuff. What is going did, on? Did, did it stop? It take your like time. Okay. Take your time. Elsie. So yes, I'm sending love out to my grandmother because I know she's always watching. I know that's and always. Um, always. Mm. You know what? Close your eyes, Miss Elsie. Only you. Because <laughs> if she's always watching. <laughs> you talk about it on the podcast. Don't act like you don't talk about it on the. Mm. Go ahead. Okay, there we go. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you gotta look at somebody. <laughs> oh, I didn't stop because you were looking at me. This be very clear. Uh, uh, listen <laughs> again. I'm from. <laughs> listen, astrology. 
if you only knew about your sign, mm. if you knew, if you only knew that everything you just said was prime Pisces. I know. Okay. I understand with you. I'm not in control. Okay. I understand. Okay. I know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Chocolate's all the way. He just looked at me. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm just being considerate. Anyway, is that what, is that what you mm-hmm. being? Anyway, I'm not doing this. <laughs> Try to make this segment 30 minutes. I'm not letting. <laughs> Let's just keep going. That's why I said keep going. Come on, neck. <laughs> yes, neck. Come on. Damn. You got real quieter just now. Yes. <laughs> quick, quick. Anyway, so uh, she. There was actually a part in the uh, original healing space when it was our town hall, where at the end of the night I would have what was called the Mama Elsie moment. Oh. Yeah. And where we would just put out some knowledge some you know sage wisdom out there to the audience mm-hmm. so i want to incorporate in some way bringing her back to the podcast for the healing space nice. because i want to make sure that i'm constantly speaking her name mm-hmm. you know but uh yeah she yep. yeah she she was the the actual epitome of light mm. of actual light in human form oh. and she was the sweetest human being i have ever known the most selfless human being i've ever known so yeah I my love, love continues to be strong for my mama okay and your last person and my last but definitely not least last but definitely not least oh okay. lord sheesh <laughs> my big brother lee who he actually doesn't live in atlanta mm-hmm. but he's always traveling so you don't i really don't know where he Come on, you don't know where he lives. No, I don't know where he lives. I do know where he lives. But that's, it um, would be okay if you don't. No, I really do. He out there living his life. Yeah, he's out there living his best life. That's where he's living. Um, and that—that's my brother who, hands down, whatever it is, he's gonna tell you what it is. Okay. Right. And just um, very nurturing. No, he's right here. I'll show you all my brothers. That's Lee. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm showing him Lee. I'm showing him the picture of when we were nude on Hallover Beach in Miami. <laughs> oh, he looks like Hot Rod to me. That's KJ. Okay. That's KJ Kassan. This is Kelly in the back. Oh. I don't have Corey because Corey wasn't there. They're all nor handsome. Actually. Yeah, they're His all skin beautiful. is popping in that picture. Is it really? Mm-hmm. I think he too. is. Yes, the black of the berry. My okay. God. Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh, my bad. Hello. <laughs> um, so... Um, Lee, my big brother, I just love you so much. And like, he will, if you see me posting something crazy on Instagram that, or, you know, yeah, on Instagram, mm-hmm. that kind of sounds like I'm in my feelings, he'll hit, hit me up real quick. Hey, bro, you good? Mm-hmm. Like, and so I really appreciate that about you, Lee. So, um, yeah, that's all my brothers. Aww. Yes. And that's the end for us sending. <clears throat> oh, what's <clears throat> happening with your, is that, <clears throat> is that Mama Elsie? <laughs> Uh-huh. What? What is that supposed to be? I don't know. What is she doing? She's trying to shut you up or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Talking crazy to me. That's right, Mama Elsie. You heard him. Get them together. Whatever. Don't be talking to that sweet baby like that. Whatever. Mm-hmm. I know that. I, I believe in signs. Do you? Mm-hmm. You're just not astrological not ones? Not right. Not Thanks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I almost called you out your name anyway. So. <laughs> <laughs> Show up for me, Mama Elsie. extra anyways you 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 not me you have made this the very first good news it has been almost 20 minutes long you i broke another record (laughs) always trying to break something okay so if people would like to walk with you on social media where would they walk with you 
You can walk with me mm-hmm. on Twitter, Tumblr. Mm-hmm. Oh. Uh-huh. <laughs> Instagram and Snapchat. Yes, I love when you say those two. I say the best for Um. <laughs> Um, what is my handle? Um, at Manny Queso, M A N N Y, the letter K S O U L, Manny Queso. Yeah. Shit, I can't. Want to say it? I want to say it. I be trying to say it like you so bad. Try it. I can't. I can't get it out. But you and your podcast. <laughs> Shut up, because I'm out there to get have to podcast. redo it. <laughs> to get ready to do it shout out do it i'm listening if you all like to uh walk with us on social media that's thspodcast.com yes. that's what? ths podcast on facebook and instagram and underscore ths podcast on twitter Three. whatever do you do that on purpose you ask me that every time answer. i answer every time and say What's no 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 say Ro- i've always say enunciated robert. robert say robert robert oh my god why are you th- <laughs> my friends have made fun of me for years for that sheesh imagine having sex hit it slap it beat it up really am i gonna say pa beat it up <laughs> <laughs> what yeah i don't know why you sound like a mix between um bobby mcfarren and maya angelou you don't know who Bobby McFerrin is. Oh, I know who Maya is. <laughs> I'm sure you do, of course. <laughs> you don't want to lose all your gay points. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I got a few on. <laughs> anyway, if you'd like to walk with me on social media, that is Scorpiogi. S-C-O-R-P-I-Y-O-G-I. He is really mocking me right now. Whatever. Anyway, if you're here in Atlanta and would like to flow with me, with revolutionary yoga you can contact me and if you'd like to contact me for yoga and you're somewhere else in the country or in the world i teach online as well so mm-hmm. we can make it happen nice. i'd like to thank manny k soul for joining us once again on the healing space Ooh, thank you make sure you check out my new single it's still new because it ain't even two months old yet but you know in this day and age you put out a single and they're like when the next thing coming mm-hmm. i just put this out a month ago blazing love check it out <laughs> on all digital platforms <laughs> title Apple Music, Google Play, etc., etc. Hashtag Thank support y'all. creatives. That's right. For Indeed. Sure. Thank y'all, man. For real. Indeed. Uh, we'll see you guys. I'm talking about this podcast is going to be every uh, every other week, <laughs> and that is not what it's been at all. Like I've gone back to like the usual schedule. Yep. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> Just know it's supposed to be twice a month. It's mm-hmm. supposed to be. We'll see what happens. Uh, but yeah, great things are in store. Um, love up on one another. Love up on yourself. Show up for you. Let your light shine. Live in the light. I love you all so much. I love you, Ray Bay. I love you too, Manny Mouse. Love y'all, Miss Fitz. Oh, and everybody else listening. (laughs) (laughs) Namaste. Namaste.